Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 68255. Listen online, the website that rocks, KMOD.com. Past shows are available on iTunes. Search under BMMS. Listen with your cell phone. Get the iHeartRadio app available from the app store of your cell phone provider. You can also uh, look us up on iHeart with the Big Mad Morning Show channel. We're on Facebook, too. Facebook.com slash BMMS69. That's where you can be a part of the nearly 37,000 that hang out with us on the Facebook page each and every day. Good morning, Biggie. Oh, let's try that again. Good morning, Biggie. Good morning, Corby. Happy Friday, man. Yeah. Today's going to be an awesome day. Because it's Friday? Because it's Friday. (laughs) But Sam texted me this morning, and she said, do you want Starbucks? Because I love love my Starbucks. Yeah, thanks thanks for the text, Sam. You don't ever ever like Starbucks. What if today I wanted to do it? What if today... What if today was the day I drank the Starbucks Kool-Aid? This morning when I was, I was like, oh, should I text Biggie? And I was like, absolutely not. That's a waste of a text. And I only have one hand, so every text mm-hmm. is precious. Mm-hmm. It's true. You can group text. No, that's lame. I'm just saying. So she texts text. me and asks if I want Starbucks, and I say, no thanks. But you brought me oh, some anyway. I didn't get the text back that said no thanks. You didn't get the text that I sent... Two minutes after you sent yours? No, I even looked at I looked down at my phone before I walked in, and I was okay. like, "Oh, all right." While driving. Well, nonetheless, thank you for bringing me Starbucks. You're welcome. Someone but- emailed them. They were like, "I saw you at Starbucks this morning," and I was like struggling to get two coffees. I was having a hard time, and I'm like, I emailed back. I'm like, "Well, thanks for helping, Dick." Like it was obvious, and I was like spilling everywhere, and I couldn't get my car door open. Anyways, that was Starbucks. Well, it would have been cool if you had three coffees. I get she did because you got Gimpy one. Um, what? So you got Gimpy a coffee? No. Oh, so Biggie, I must never talk to you again. Just now, I decide. Now. I decide that that sounds good. So I'm gonna get Starbucks. I'm like, I'm gonna go get Starbucks. So, oh, so you left? No, I was. I hadn't gotten here yet. Oh, okay. so I was like, I'm gonna go ahead and go get Starbucks. That sounds. I changed my mind, but. I figured I'd already told her no. I wasn't gonna be like, ah, never mind. I really do want it. Right. So I just went ahead and went and got it myself. Right. Yeah. And I pull in the parking lot, and I pull into the spot, and there's a wallet on the ground. Uh oh. And I'm like, yes. And there's I can see cash sticking out of it. At Starbucks. At Starbucks. Oh, okay. And I'm going, wow. Nice. Yeah. And uh, I grab it, and I'm like, well, maybe there's maybe there's an ID in it. H- luckily, right. Right. And I go, all right. Yeah, there is an ID. So I look at it real quick. Here's the, here's the, the ID in it. Just don't lift the paper yet. And I was like, I don't know who that person is. Because I was like, maybe it's Sam's because she was just here. And I go, who's the... I look and I'm like, who's this? Yeah, and I'm I like, know who that is. And I'm like, oh, I, don't, I don't know who that person is. And I put everything back and I go to take it to them. And they open, they open it again and they're like, maybe there's an ID. And I look and I see the name, Samantha... <laughs> Crossman on it, oh, and I'm no. like, hey! <laughs> and they almost didn't give it back to me because they didn't believe I worked with her. Oh my god! So I have your whole, I have your whole wallet. Thank you Did so you much. Did you not know Gordon. that you had it? 
No, well now because I. Well, of course now you know I, you don't have it. No, right. I'm saying I'm saying did you did you realize that you dropped your wallet? No, because I stuck it in this little my little handy dandy um, arm sling. Her thing. sling. I stuck it in my sling because I ran Not out of arms. Not a pocket. You know, when I had sh- shoulder surgery, we went to Lunchbox's wedding, uh-huh. and I had a bottle of Jack Daniels tucked in my arm. I sling. remember that. <laughs> so <laughs> I understand the, using the, yeah, using the arm sling for things. <laughs> right, but- Oh, I'm so lucky. Yeah, you are. I am like, oh, this is going to be a great day. But they, they almost didn't give it back to me because they didn't- I was like, oh my God, I know her. Cause, so here they got this guy that just goes, hey man, I found this wallet. And then I'm like, wait, no, I know, I know that person. Now I know that person. Yeah, but there's not that much money in there, right? I don't think. I don't know how much is in there. Whatever. I should have went through it, right? Just to yeah. see, dig through it to find. Oh, I think find the, some like I threw know, the condoms away. There's like oh, thank abortion you. receipts, old. a bunch of abortion receipts. Are you 486? Uh, Hi, Sam's dad. That's listening this morning. No. Uh, I told he better not be. I told him to change the channel because this morning the worst of played, and it was one of my losing my virginity. And then right after it played, my dad called, and I was like, ugh. Right, he wanted to share and bask in the glory of his <laughs> well, daughter's dominance. You lost your virginity and then had a daddy-daughter day? <laughs> Are you serious? Oh, right, for those that don't so know, that's awkward. what happened. That's exactly what happened. <laughs> tell, tell everybody what your dad said. Um, that he's throwing away the Sugar Ray Leonard picture now because it doesn't mean the same. Oh, <laughs> dang. Oh, it's so terrible. <laughs> Man, I I hate losing stuff, and a wallet is one where you start panicking. Yeah, because it has every like how many you have how many IDs in there? By the way, uh, you have your your driver's license, not from Oklahoma, and um, oh, a lot. I have like old IDs from when I was like twelve in here. Why? I don't know. I know why you haven't changed your Arizona one. Because my picture's so cute. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because your picture is. So cute. How old were you when you had that picture taken? 16? No, I was 20. No, I was 21. Well, right when I got out of the military, like right after I got out of boot camp. That's why my hair's so short. So six years ago? Yeah. Six years ago. <laughs> Do you realize how many how much people age between 21 and 27? Yeah. Almost 30? Between 21 and <laughs> oh. almost 30? <laughs> I'm not almost 30. Yeah, you are. You're, You're closer to 30 than you are 21. You're what? Well, how old are you? 20? 26. Yeah, you're you're close to thirty. I still got that's like another high school. That's term. less than less than five years. I so. thought you were twenty seven. No, I'm twenty six. Okay. Neither which way, she's over twenty five. Yeah, so rounding up, you're closer yes. to thirty than you are. She's almost yeah. forty. Hell, yeah. no, <laughs> hundred and six. That that picture does not. It I looks like you, but it doesn't look like you. You know what I mean? Like it looks like a way younger version of you. I wasn't expecting. I was like, this oh, this is some kid from the high school that's across the street. <laughs> That's so bad that in six years I'm unrecognizable. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's a little depressing. Man. A little? I, I I would be. I'm just saying. Well, I would be depressed, but now I'm happy because my wallet isn't lost. I should have left it there, right? No. And made her have to go, go get back it. to yeah. Starbucks or some creep pick it up and then. You're like, welcome. Mm-hmm. A yeah, creep. I, a creep did pick it up. Should have held on to it and let her sweat it out for the whole day. You know, just sit and worry and worry. And, oh, by the way, before you leave, here. It wouldn't have been before I left. It would have no been, like, way. after I left. That's what I was thinking. I was like, well, what if she decides she doesn't have it and has to return back to get her wallet? And then I was like, we're talking about Sam. <laughs> She's not going to investigate. Hey, by the way, where's my wallet? Because I put it in my trusty, handy-danny arm sling. Yeah, when do you think she would have noticed that she didn't have her wallet? When she went to go buy something later. 
like after work. Yeah. yeah, yeah, way after work. And then, and then, it, then I, I wouldn't think like, oh, I'm going to text Corbin and let him know that I messed up and I left my wallet somewhere. Right. You would never have thought to contact me ever. No. To go, hey, have you seen my wallet? Right. It wouldn't have been until like Monday when I'm like, ugh, guess what I did on Friday? And then I probably wouldn't even have thought back to Starbucks. Like, I would have been like, where could it, like, where could it have been? Right, I should have held on to it till Monday. And then be like, yeah, I've had it the whole time. You should have asked me. <laughs> oh, that's a dick move, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and like, do you, you have plans this weekend, too? Do you have stuff you're going to do? Yeah, I totally do. And and including car shopping, which you need all that stuff for. Yeah, so you need all I your would, IDs. Oh, God. You're my, like, knight in shining armor today. Yeah. Yeah. That would have been awful. How much money was in it, by the way? I didn't even count. $14. I can't, I would have gone through That's the wallet. That's lunch, Biggie. We could have went to lunch. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's a couple beers. I would have gone through the wallet. I found a wallet on the floor before, and I'm nosy. I want to know everything. So you could have seen me when I was 12 in, like, college, and you could have just known my whole life <laughs> through my just, wallet. Do you keep in your wallet every good picture of you? No, one picture I have, like, I'm in an arm cast. I broke the same hand before. And I'm in a picture, and I still have my cast on. And I just have them all because maybe, maybe someone will need to know what I looked like when I was in sixth grade. Why? I don't know. Because when you transfer wallets, you transfer all the IDs. So no. I've just been rolling no. over. No, I, I, mean, I, I ditch do stuff as quick as I can out of yeah. my wallet. Why? I want the, the, the lightest, littlest wallet possible. Oh, that is true. But there's so many slots here, I feel obligated to fill it up, you know? Yeah. Much like mm-hmm. yeah. real life. <laughs> She's got to fill every hole. <laughs> <laughs> and that is where we will stop. We're giving away a beer today for freaking A Friday. <laughs> Brought to you by Anheuser-Busch. Today, the beer is Budweiser, the official beer of Major League Baseball, and it's coming in the Major League Baseball cans. And uh, how are you going to do it today? We want to know how'd you get fired. BMMS, and then how you got fired to 68255. I'm sorry, what you got fired for to 68255. So I don't want to hear you got fired when you were out partying and embarrassing in your boss. That's not what I want to hear. I I was late. Right. I want to hear you were fired because you stole lunch meat. (laughs) Chicken Jeffrey Dahmer. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Or you, you got fired because you were having sex with the boss. Yeah. Real brief. Just tell us what you got fired for. BMMS and what that is to 68255. Case of beer could be yours. We've also got um, the uh, tickets for Kings of Leon playing the BOK Center on Tuesday. We'll play a game for that. Josh is coming in. I believe he's got a big announcement that he wants to share with everybody. I think we can all figure out what that is, right? He's not going to come on the air to tell us he's having kids or something. He's finally like coming out of the closet. Yeah. I'm, I want a gay best friend. <laughs> he went and turned in his truck and got a Miata, and he's, he's ready to go to the parade. <laughs> yes. Josh, the bisexual Bryant. I don't know, Biggie Shea. I, am, I, no, I'm, I don't know. I'm just reading what you just wrote down on that piece of paper. No, I didn't. Nice try. I, I'm just saying. Well, he'll come in and tell the us. The note that you just passed me. Negative. <laughs> Negative. <laughs> gay! <laughs> Quit what pushing is- buttons because he thinks I push all these buttons and I don't. What all the time? What does what is that from? Gay. Is that Samuel Jackson? No, it's uh the little the little Asian guy. I don't know what what it's from, but it's the little Asian guy from The Hangover. Okay, and he says, ha! "Gay." But I don't know what. Oh, from Community, the TV show Community. Okay, that's what's okay. wrong. Wow, he, 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 that does not sound, it sounds like Samuel Jackson to me. 
Yeah, it doesn't sound like a little Asian guy. No, it doesn't sound like the Asian guy from The Hangover. Well, this is Samuel L. Jackson. Right. Hell yeah! Yeah, listen to that, that beginning. Just play the, can you play just the beginning yeah, of it? Yeah. What, of this? Yes. Of the hell yeah or the other Samuel one? Samuel Jackson. Okay. Hell yeah! All right, now the beginning of gay. Ha! I think the sound really close. Of course, now that you played uh, it like that, it does kind of sound like he, no, it's he's going to ask once. me if I want chopsticks. <laughs> Hell yeah! Ha! yeah. No, I don't yeah. think it sounds anything like each other. <laughs> but play it with its full context. Maybe that. Okay, hold on. Uh, let me do the, the Samuel. Okay. All right. Hell yeah! Ha! Gay! <laughs> no, don't damn it. Damn it. <laughs> Uh, so Maybe just, what? When someone screams, they sound like Samuel Jackson. <laughs> no, that he just had the the oomph behind it to me that sounded like Samuel Jackson. Okay, it sounded like a black man that uses the f word a lot. Okay. Well, in the Hangover, uh, you see the guy's wee wee. There's nothing black about him. <laughs> that's not his real one, though, right? I don't know. I don't know. But I hope that's not his real one. Why? Because it was it, small. It looked like hope, an eraser hope. tip. Hold on. So you you hope it's not his real one? Like you hope. You know, kids don't starve every day. The same kind of hope you have for things like, I hope I can buy a car this weekend. You have that. I hope. I his, hope we he, don't go to war with Russia. Right. I hope I can get a full-time job. Why it's the same type of hope that you have for this Asian man that he doesn't have a small wee-wee. Yeah, why would you care about some stranger's wee-wee? Because I just, I, I want everyone you, to have a good sex life. Okay. All right. You can have a good sex life with a small wee-wee. Okay, want his girlfriend you, to have a good sex you? life. Can you? Yes. Tell me about it. It's great. <laughs> great. It's great. <laughs> oh, that's a daily. <laughs> I got it. Oh, God. We're giving away beer today. Just text us BMMS and what you got fired for to 68255. We're going to give away a case of beer coming up in about 30 minutes. Plus, we got Kings of Leon tickets. Plus, today we're qualifying people for CMLT 2014. It's going to be busy. We'll be back. Corbin and Diggy, the Big Mad Morning Show. 97.5 KMOD. Good morning, it's the Big Mad Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 68255. We're giving away beer today for Friggin' A Friday. You text BMMS and then what you got fired for to 68255. It's really important you don't start your text like this. Okay, guys, when I was like 20, because you're just eating characters at that point, and we're never going to get the whole story, mm-hmm. and it automatically kicks you out of the running. Is it like 100? It's 140, probably a little bit less than that, characters because of our system. Yeah. So just keep it real simple like this. Traded a pizza for some beer. <laughs> that, that is a clear, easy, we can decipher it type of thing. So there you go. BMMS and what you got fired for to 68255. Uh, it's Friday. We do news headlines uh, for News Quickies right now. It's time for News Quickies. All the news that is the news from around the world. Here's Corbin, Biggie, Gimpy, and Sam to fill you in on what's going on. News Quickies from the Big Man Morning Show at 97.5 KMOD. Workers mistake woman's corpse for April Fool's prank. <laughs> I saw that. They threw it in the dumpster, by the way. Yeah, he had to, like, pick it up, that rotting body. And throw it in the dumpster. I don't think I could do it. And they thought it was an, it a was prank. A, it was in an old folks' home, and that he thought it was a dead, like a like a joke. He thought it was a mannequin 
or I guess rigor mortis had set in, so it was still kind of stiff. Uh, so he thought it was a mannequin, April Fool's joke. And you got to be one dumb mf'er yeah. to think that a corpse right? is a mannequin. Yes. Does the fact that he was sixty-one make a difference? Nope. No, he should wait, know wait, even wait. more. The dead body or the person that threw it away? The person that, that threw it away was sixty-one. No, no that doesn't. I was hoping to give him an, like an old man pass. You or still got your wits. You're now, if you old. if you said he was like eighty eight, right. I would have been like, okay. I'd have been like, why is he picking up huge <laughs> dead bodies? Yeah, you don't need to be lifting that. No. Seven hundred year old poop still smells like poop. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. They're excavating some medieval towns in Denmark, and they come across these barrels that they used as uh, waste baskets. You know, they'd poop in them, and they were nice and sealed, and, and they busted them open, and 700-year-old poop still smells like poop. How why is that would, news? Why would somebody want to poop in a barrel and just bury it? Well, because I don't think they had plumbing back then, and so they just wanted, they knew they didn't want it in the streets, so they put it in oh. containers. And buried it. No one will find it. We're just going to put it in the ground. Right. Kind of like we do with trash now. Okay. Texas man's job application included a photo of his junk. <laughs> Did he so send great. it like, hey, hire me because? <laughs> I, I think it went to a temp agency. Like, <laughs> like he was trying to look for a plethora of jobs. <laughs> just in case. Like, I think he was just looking for one. <laughs> <laughs> hey. <laughs> Elderly what yoga- up, Letterman? <laughs> I'm a bale. <laughs> Elderly yoga enthusiast pleasures himself in the park and throws dead animals at cars. I read that. Oh. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then he went back to pleasuring himself after he yeah, threw the like, animal. <laughs> he, he started whooping it in front of these ladies, and they, like, freaked out. And then he grabbed some dead animal that he saw and started throwing it at a, at a car and then went back to, to whooping it. I always envision the person's fate when you read stories like this, when it sounds so disturbing that their mouth is wide open and their tongue sticking out and that like a possessed person, they're like, eh, eh, eh. <laughs> it just takes over so bad yeah. that you have to masturbate right then. Yeah, you're like, eh, eh, eh. Oh I don't God, like the way Corbin's you look when you do that. Was he out. looking you in the eye? No. <laughs> eh, eh, Look at Sam and do that. Look at Sam and do that. No, look at Sam. Uh, uh, Corbin the dog runs off in Texas and shows up in Ohio. This is an awesome story. (laughs) So dogs run away. You always think, oh, they're only a few blocks away. No, this dog went from Texas to Ohio. Isn't that where you're from? No. He's from Iowa. Oh, they sound the same. That's why I got And I'm not in Texas. His name is Corbin the dog. That's so cool. Yeah, it it was a cute little dog. Made it all the way from Texas to Ohio. Do you think it hitchhiked or actually walked? I think it walked. Dogs cannot hitchhike. Who, who's gonna be like? They don't have dog? thumbs, man. I'm just saying. I bet they. He might have like jumped on a train. Jumped. What? Off. Did you just hear yourself? Have you ever seen Benji? Homeward Bound. bound? Come Homeward on. Bound? Yeah. You mean movies? Jump in the back of a truck? No. No, no. The dog is not diabolical enough to be like, Ruh-roh, there goes the train. Ruh-roh, I better listen, jump in the back of listen, that truck. Dogs are smart. Dogs are smart. But I don't know if they have that ability. Yeah, they do. For sure. Hey. A dog can hitch a ride. You never know. Dogs cannot hitch a ride. Yeah, you never know. You never know. A woman pays a $200 sewer bill with nothing but change. Is that a dick move to take $200 worth quarters, pennies, and nickels to go pay your water bill? I think it's a, yeah, I do. 
I think it's more hassle than it is. It's a lot of effort to be like, <laughs> to look cool to other people. Right. Yeah, because the it. people that are accepting money are like, it's still money, douchebag. <laughs> right. We still got our money. Yeah. You, guess what? Any any listener out there that wants to pay me $1,000 in pennies, go right ahead. <laughs> right. I double dog dare you. Yeah, teach me a lesson. Teach me a lesson. <laughs> yeah, they really don't care. The per- You're really only punishing someone of your equal, right? You're not punishing the people that... Uh, make the, a lot of money that are the big corporate people. You're punishing some um, middle-waged person or hourly-waged person. You just made their job harder. It well, won't not, trickle down to the right people to teach a mess. A mess. Not, not oh, only that, true. you're also punishing a totally innocent person at the bank when you walk in and go, hey, I need $200 in quarters. And they're like, ugh, are you serious? <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to show the electric company a, a lesson. <laughs> right. And they're like, oh, another douchebag. Right, but at least the bank, it's a, they're already pre-rolled, and they just got to grab the, the, the already pre-rolled coins to hand them to you. Right? right. Yeah. It, it's a lot less work. I think it's much like when you call the customer service number, and they're like, hi, this is Sally. Uh, I just got your phone number. You know, I just got your phone call randomly. I play no part in this. Tell me about your problem. You dumb bitch. <laughs> yeah. The person, she's like, I don't even know what's going on. I don't even know why you're mad at me. It was... um couple of nights ago but we watched it last night the hell's kitchen from this week Mm -hmm. and he was like you guys wasted so much food at the last dinner service i'm going to show you how much food how much money you cost me and they dropped pennies from the ceiling and it was 200 and some thousand pennies they dropped from the ceiling wow and then so they did a like a like a challenge and the losers were the guys and they had to sit there by hand, not by machine, anything, by hand, roll every single one of those Ooh. 200 plus thousand pennies. That's a hundred pennies for one dollar. So that would Very take- good. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. That would take forever. Ugh. What are you thinking about? I think she said a thousand a pennies to a dollar. She said a hundred. She said a hundred. Okay. okay. Sure. okay. She's right. All right. You looked like she might have been wrong. <laughs> well, it'd be a hundred pennies. It it, I think- wouldn't it be 100 pennies for $1? That's what she That's said. What I, said. I thought she said $10. No. For every $1, it's 100 pennies. Right. The, the I remember my parents tricking me when I was a kid and being like, oh, collect coins. And then they were like, look, you can now you can count them and put them together, and here's ours. <laughs> and we were like, yeah, this is going to be fun. And the first like four, you're like, sweet. And then you go, what am I doing? This is dumb. My parents had a big, huge, one of those old um, water jugs. But there were, you know, the glass yes. ones. The yeah, glass my, ones. mine too. And um, I would I would dip into that all the time and like pay pay pizza <laughs> with quarters and <laughs> nickels and stuff. God, they must have hated that. They were like, we're going to get this full and go on vacation. It never got full. No. It stayed at the same level, I think, for like 13 years because I kept dipping into <laughs> it all the time. I've been adding to this for years. Yeah. It hasn't moved. Right. <laughs> Teenagers' simple idea could save the government $400 million a year. What? Sweet. All by using a different font on printing things. Oh, jeez. I read that. It's because of all the ink and paper. Yeah, that it would take on the font that they use, take so much ink and paper, this would save them $400 million a year by simply going to a different type of font. Does it say what font they're currently using? Um, the Times Roman, the, the normal. Yeah, they use Times Roman. Okay. Because that's oh, what. Oh, it has um, like little feet. It has what? The, each letter has like little feet on them. They're like fat at the bottom, like little feet. Okay. I didn't notice. I've never noticed that, but okay. <laughs> yeah, he he uh, did the findings and 
Um, could save four hundred million dollars a year. That's amazing. The, yeah. company, the, bill, the government sends, spends one point eight billion dollars per year on printing. Billion? Oh my god! Now, billion with a B, exactly. Can't they send emails? Yeah, I was just going to say it'd be a lot cheaper to just go electronically, don't you think? Yeah, but I think the government is required, like when there's a law, it has to be printed and made into a, something tangible you can hold. Oh, instead of just looking at a screen. For and everyone? Not, I don't know for everyone, but I think it has to be for all the senators and congressmen each get a copy of the laws. Well, maybe there's too many. <laughs> I don't disagree with you on that. Jesus. A Pennsylvania man gives teen sister heroin to teach her how bad it is. <laughs> What? It's the same thought process on cigarettes. You want to smoke cigarettes? Get in the closet. You're going to smoke this whole ca- carton. Yeah, yeah except heroin's- except heroin <laughs> feels real good. Yeah, I've heard. <laughs> I thought that was a drug that like you took it one time and you're hooked forever. Yeah. Right. Uh, I've, that's what I kept me away. I've, I've never. That's the one I've never. That's the one I'm doing when I find out that uh, you know I have like six months to live or something. You're just going to start doing heroin? Yes. Gonna, we're going to get the money. I've always wanted to. Huh? We're going to get the money. I have, I can get money right now. I understand that, but you're going to deplete all the money you have? Yes. You're not going to leave money for your daughter? No. <laughs> Who needs a college? I My need heroin. My parents didn't leave me anything. <laughs> Fend for yourself. <laughs> what? Okay. I'm just saying. I so love this. I think I'm going to be left with bills. <laughs> my sister and I had the most morbid conversation the other day about what we were going to do when my dad dies. Yeah. Money-wise. Uh, yeah. Like, there's, because there's some things to be paid for. And I'm like, uh, okay, uh, let's talk about this. He, she tried to talk to my brother about it, and my, my brother and my sister-in-law got upset. I, I could be wrong, but I don't think debt automatically passes down. No, I'm not talking about debt. I'm talking about there's going to be a dead body. And what are you going to do with it? Somebody's got to do something with it. So if we just go, my hands are washed. I don't care. I'm, Not my problem. Yeah. What happens? What happens if someone dies and no one does anything? The body usually just sits there until it rots and decomposes. Right. And- no, I'm saying if he's in the hospital. like, and- oh, oh, the state will take care of it. Should. Anyway. It's called huh. your tax dollars at work. Yep. Also, not very family-like. I'm just saying. No, <laughs> not very loving. No, I, I totally agree. I totally agree. But at the same time, like that was just a morbid conversation to have. I don't think so. I don't think so. I think nowadays too many people don't have that conversation about family and what to do. And instead, they're sprung. It's sprung on them on the last minute, and you got to try and come up with financing and all these things at the last minute and make irrational decisions. Because I'm pretty sure the death and in, uh, death industry wants you in that situation. They want you oh. making rash decisions at the last minute. So you'd be like, "We loved him so much. He should have an oak coffin." Right. When it doesn't make sense to have a really nice coffin. It doesn't. It's literally the most oh, amount. Oh, yeah. It I doesn't. never thought of that. Yeah. You're going to see it once, and you're going to spend all this money and then bury it in the ground so no one looks at it? Well, Dumb. They, you got to be comfortable uh, no. going into the afterlife. No, you don't. <laughs> you do not. No, you have, your, your lips are literally sewn and glued together. Ew. And eyeballs. What? Yuck. Do you think that's comfortable? I would imagine not, but So does dead. it matter if you're lying on a pillow? <laughs> I'm just trying to justify with gold brass fittings yeah, or a in a suit? Uh, I'm all for like you should look nice if it's open casket. That that I get. You shouldn't just wear a t-shirt. Well, like yeah, it shouldn't be should, a Gigi Allen funeral. They should shut your eyes and close your mouth, sure. 
I just yeah. think that the idea of 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 spending a lot of money on a, and talking about stuff uh, for a funeral. I almost said wedding. Did you hear that? For a funeral uh, <laughs> is, is ridiculous. And talking about it ahead of time. Deciding how that's going to go down, there's nothing wrong with that. We were also talking about getting him life insurance. You know how expensive it would be to do that right now? No. It, I, it, I have no idea. Maybe $100 a month? What? The ARP commercial says that it's less than $5 or $3 a month or $5 right. a month? That's called the hook. So you'll call them and then they can start calling you and selling you stuff. Because oh. they probably do have one. A basic one that just covers like enough to cover a plot. Oh. Yeah, we because uh, you know because she was like, look, and I'm not I'm not saying this because we want all the money or anything. And I was like, well, if anybody should get the money, it should be you. You've lived with uh, m- mom and dad for the last like eight years, so I think she should get it all. Yeah, there's never a lot of money. <laughs> no, I'm just saying if there's anything. Unless your unless your father was the or mother was the CEO of a company, we got to right. take a break. We're gonna give away beer for friggin' a Friday when we come back. Awesome. BMMS, Corbin and Biggie, the Big Mad Morning Show. That's right. Yeah. All right. 97.5 KMOK. Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 68255. Woo-woo. CMO 2014, your chance to get qualified is coming up in 10 minutes. Make sure you go to KMOD.com so you learn how you can get tickets to every venue, to every concert that KMOD is a part of, including sold-out VIP Rocklahoma tickets. On Friday, we do beer for friggin' A Friday. Brought to you by Anheuser-Busch, case of Budweiser. Major League Baseball cans could be yours. We got Kenny on the phone from uh, Fort Smith. Kenny, how are you, man? Good morning, guys. How are y'all? Good, man. Tell me, what would you get fired for? <laughs> about two years ago, I was working for a roofing company, and I'd been with them for about a year at that point, and my boss has treated me pretty good, and I was moving up pretty fast, and uh, his daughter was a secretary, and I knew her from high school, and we kind of had a thing back several years ago, and... Uh, one night I came in from work, and she was still there, and we got to talking, and things kind of happened. And Well, we went out there. I went to leave. She's getting in the car, and we just got to talking, and next thing you know, it just happened right there. And uh, what got me caught is somehow through that night, some equipment come up missing, and a boss got called because the surveillance people had said that there's some stuff going on they wanted to look at. So uh, I was off the next day, and I got a phone call from him, and he's pretty upset. He said, I need you to come in and talk to you. So I go in, and... We sat down, and he's telling me about the stuff to come up missing, and uh, he said, I want you to look at this video. Well, and he started showing me the video, and they kind of panned around with the uh, camera, and it showed uh, me and his daughter and, uh, well, his, you know. Anyways, but he caught everything. It's pretty high-tech camera and seen it all and uh, embarrassed me, and uh, he got pretty embarrassed about it, so he fired me. Fired his daughter, what? too. So. What did he fire you for? Having sex because, with his daughter. Well, I think it had just embarrassed him. The fact is that what she did, but uh, he was mad at me for doing it. But they were doing the check, camera check, and they just happened to catch that, and they zoomed in. And I mean, didn't really it wasn't graphic, but he could see on her face that she was enjoying what she was getting. And uh, <laughs> now, how did how did she? I, I don't understand why he fired. Like how he fired you, and you went okay. If I got fired for having sex with somebody, I'd be like, I don't know. It wasn't. I wasn't in the office. Well, I understand that, but I, it was his company, his private-owned company, and he was mad, and he said, "You're gone." 
fired. Yeah, I think. And well, I, I tried to argue with him about it, but uh, when he fired his daughter as well, um, I didn't know what else to do. So oh, I, he so fired okay. her. He fired her too. He fired her too. Yeah. Wow. And and uh, did you ever hook up with her again? No, no. She was pretty upset with me for her losing her job, and I was like, "Hey, I'm sorry. I didn't mean for this to happen. If it wasn't for this equipment being stolen and them having to go back to check the cameras." I probably would still be working. How about that, man? It got in trouble for, uh, and he didn't even do anything. He, it's well, your fault we got fired. <laughs> yeah, he's a pretty old fashioned guy, and I think it embarrassed him. And yeah, he was done with both of us. He shouldn't have raised such a slut then. It would be difficult for me to work with someone that I know banged my daughter. Yeah, I'm, I mean, to, I'm just when saying. When he did that, I took my lumps and went on with it. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, here's Gimpy to tell you what you want, man. Thank you for calling in. Hey, no problem. Keep it up. Biggie Shade doesn't get fired. No, he throws a screaming fit like a little baby and then stomps away. <laughs> Have a case of Budweiser in the baseball cans from the Big Mad Morning Show. Back to you, Corbin and Biggie. All right, man. Hang on the line. Gimpy needs to get your info, Kenny, from Fort Smith. Chris Plank is on the... Uh, <laughs> Phone with us right now from his house for uh, Balls to the Wall Sports. Let's get right into it, man. Balls to the wall. He loves balls. Balls to the wall. I'm just not curious. Damn it. Oh, yeah. Let's get this out of the way early. The Danny Manning saga will come to a head reportedly today. Manning returned yesterday from Wake Forest. He has a proposal to become the next head coach of the Demon Deacons. There was one report last night that it's a $2 million per year offer. The figure that Tulsa is offering, guys, is believed to be around a million dollars, which would make him the highest paid coach in TU basketball history. We'll continue to monitor this and uh, give you updates whenever Danny does make his decision. Great night last night for the Thunder. They beat San Antonio 106-94. That ended the Spurs' 19-game winning streak and keeps OKC alive in that hunt for the top spot in the Western Conference. Kevin Durant scored 25 or more points for the 39th consecutive games uh, game, and Kendrick Perkins returning the lineup. And uh, we'll talk more about this next hour, but Pete Carroll is agreeing to a new contract today with the Seahawks guys. It'll make him, uh, I think, the second-highest-paid coach in the NFL. I wow. hate him. Chris, so, I want to yeah. ask you about Danny Manning. Can yeah. the University of Tulsa ever compete with other D1 programs when it comes to paying for coaches? Uh, no, but they, they can get that emotional tie. You know, Shaka Smart's not the highest paid guy, but he keeps turning down uh, really good jobs for VCU. So they 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 have enough money. It's in their trust and what's within their university. They have enough money to, but will they? And right. I don't think they ever will. Uh, but they can get them on that whole emotional tie. If they can get someone stuck here for about three or f- – I'm stuck here, listen to me. If they can get someone to stay there for about three or four years and get his family immersed in the community and have them fall in love with Tulsa and Oklahoma, then they've got a chance to keep a guy around for a while. But there's certain places, just like for any of us, there's certain places that when they come calling, you're like, got to go. You know, there's certain mm-hmm. places that whenever they say, hey, we're going to offer you this amount of money, like, hey, this has been great, but uh, – Family and uh, a chance to coach in the ACC or a chance to coach in the Big Ten might be enough to lure Danny. You away. said so it's coming to head today. Uh, I think w- so. Yeah. W- is it or is the is it a press conference? Is it in, no? Is it just, in, is it at Wake Forest or is it in Tulsa? I I don't think there's a press conference until Monday. I think there's an announcement today. Uh, I think it'll start leaking out one way or the other. I think the longer this drags out, I think that's good for Tulsa. But let's keep this in mind. The plane. Yeah, we we track planes now in the sports.
world. We're that dorky. The plane that he flew from Winston-Salem to Tulsa on stopped in Tulsa for a brief moment and then went on to Dallas. So, in other words, he stopped here. He didn't go meet with his team. He didn't say adios to his boss. He flew right down to Dallas at the Final Four. So, I, I guess that could be viewed as a good sign. We'll see how it plays out. But no something way. will leak today, and we'll have it for you. Yeah, I know, right? You're negative on this one. You I'm not negative. So I'm a realist, man. It's more money. I think money. you're a realist. Yeah, exactly. It's bigger money. Yeah. It's, it has double. nothing to do with TU, man. It's it has double. nothing to do with that. If somebody offered us double our salary... To go on the uh, the classic, uh, you know, musical station. I'm so We're sorry. gonna probably can see how. See you later. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. I, I, get, I get paid. It's double the money. Double. Yeah. yeah. Well, all right. Well, we'll and, and you're fighting in a better conference. Yeah. Big time, dude. Yeah. I'm not arguing with you on it. I think you're right. I think I think he's gone. But the only the only hope Tulsa has is if you know there's there's just some tie that's going to keep him here, and I just don't know if after two years that's here yet. All right. So that's the latest on Danny Manning. Hope he stays, but I think he's going. That's Balls to the Wall Sports. I'm Chris Plank on 97.5. Came with Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS, and then what you want to say to 68255. Giving away beer for Friggin' A Friday, brought to you by Anheuser-Busch. The... Major League Baseball cans of Budweiser could be yours if you text us how you got fired. So BMMS and how you got fired to 68255, and we'll draw uh, a winner here coming up in about uh, 50 minutes. And congratulations uh, to, uh, let's see, Tim Dugan from Stillwater. Tim is the latest qualifier for CMall 2014. And so he could be seeing every concert that KMOD is a part of, including VIP Rocklahoma tickets. Josh Sold Bryan, out. You sold out. Thank you. And I got this today from Lynn Hernandez, and it says there are only 38 groupie packages left for Rocklahoma. Wow. Groupie package gets you VIP reserve tickets, access to VIP catering, private backstage lounge, weekend pit access, and it includes all the uh, inclusive of all taxes and fees. They have their own backstage lounge, which is conveniently located between the main and second stage. And I'm telling you, if you go to Rocklahoma, that's the way to do it. Go and get food and everything that's, taken care of. That's right where we're at. Yes. Yes. Because right behind us is that huge VIP or that, that uh, groupie tent. Yep. Yeah. So check those out. If you want those, go to uh, the Rocklahoma website, get everything you need. So thank you, Lynn, for leaving that for us. Um, our boy Josh is here. Hey man, how are you? I'm Who? Good. I'm good. Josh Bryan is no, here. I'm good. No, I'm I'm good. Who? I'm here. Who's I'm here? here? Josh Bryan. No, I'm here. Ladies and gentlemen, what's dumb, ugly, and smells like rectal trauma? Josh <laughs> the Beast Bryan. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Josh. Hi, guys. <laughs> what does rectal trauma smell like? I have no idea. <laughs> sure. The visual that I have when he said rectal trauma <laughs> had kind of some red and some browns in it. <laughs> Maybe a little green. Maybe even a little green. Ew. Corn. Oh. Um, <laughs> wow. All right. Josh, you have a huge announcement. Do you want to make the announcement today? I don't want to pressure you into it if you're not ready. I mean, I guess I can. It's up to you. I'm not. I'm not gonna. I mean, what can it hurt, right? Right. Yeah. It's it. And for those that don't know, um, Josh hurt his hand for in December, right? 
Yes. It was the beginning of December in a yes. fight. And it was the, how much? Which that, one? No, it was the end of November. Okay. Sorry. And it was like the fifth, third time you've heard that hand? Oh, uh, fifth on that hand, yeah. Yeah. Well, so you've healed. I'm, I'm healed up. Uh, and I'm going to fight June 27th at the BOK Center. Not just fight. Yeah. This is this is quite the endeavor. Yes, it's the uh, it's an eight man tournament, one night, possibly three fights in one night. Oh, yeah. Gosh. But but, but give I mean, the bigger, it, give the reason. But it, the it's winner is fifty thousand dollars. What? So that I was is like, awesome. Sign me up. Right. And and is this going to be just people from Tulsa Metro that are fighting in this? No. No, it'll be from all over. So it could be. It could be Jaeger, the guy you fought on the Ultimate be. Fighter. He could show back up and be in it. Yep. I hope so. That would be awesome. What kind of would? Right. <laughs> uh, so you'll have three fights that night. Are is it is those the only fights happening, or are there different weight nope. classes? Nope. Um, so the tournament is one weight class, um, and then there will be some other fights during the night as well because you have to space out the uh, tournament. So Fun. Eight-man tournament, yeah. And are you allowed to get sponsors? Yes, I'm allowed to get sponsors. And so if someone wanted to do that, they could get a hold of you, what? Facebook or email. Um, Feel free to email us and we'll put you in contact. Absolutely, I'll, I'll be happy to do that. You can, Corbin at KMOD.com and I'll forward you his email and you can get a hold of Josh for that if that's something you want to do. Yeah. Um, that's awesome, man. I'm excited to see you fight again. Me too, man. It's the night before I leave for Aruba. Even better. My wife is like, we leave for Aruba the next day. I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, I want to so? watch Josh win $50,000. Yeah. Josh wants to see him win $50,000. <laughs> I just want to go out. <laughs> Out with Josh after he wins $50,000, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> right, because guess who's buying? We're going to party for three days. Biggie. <laughs> no. What? Not no. if you just get a check. Unless it's a big well, I was saying, what if it's just a check? What if it's just a check? <laughs> we'll just go to a bar and be like, we'll be back. Right. Look at this check. Look at we'll this. Look at this check. We'll no, this back. is real. <laughs> now, how does that, Biggie and I were talking about this yesterday. How does that work? Is it is it uh, three two minute rounds? Is it three five minute rounds? Like three how does five it minute rounds? Wow, just, like, just a normal fight. Um, so eight I, men, four fights. Then there would be two fights and one fight. Wow, so you really don't want to go three rounds in every fight? I mean, you, uh, I wouldn't say that. I mean, I would say you don't want to get damaged. Okay, in the fights. So does that? And and, and I'm not trying to pick what your strategy would be. But when when you're in a fight situation like that, do you you keep your distance? Those first couple fights are going to be kind of um, not as exciting because people will keep no, their distance. No, I think they'll be way more exciting because people are going to try to finish. You want to get end out, it, get in as get fast as possible. Yep. Wow. Um, and how does that work for exhaustion and stuff like that? Is there a lot of time in between each fight? Let's yeah, say you fight and your fight goes three rounds, and the next guy's fight goes, um, you know, thirty that's seconds. Why there's fights in between the okay the rounds that aren't a part of the tournament. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yep. So the, and those so, will be like local fighters and stuff. Yeah, it'll be well. I mean, it'll it'll be a pretty big show. So Mixture. there'll be guys from all over. Yeah. Wow. But there'll be a ton of local guys on there. He's Fun. now he's now training with a snorkel. <laughs> right. I believe it. Actually, like, uh, who's it? Vanderlei. Vanderlei. Vanderlei Silva. Yeah. yeah. That's no joke either. By the way. No. <laughs> it makes Why it more difficult because it makes it more difficult to breathe and it helps you restricts oxygen. Yeah. Makes your blood work on less oxygen. Oh. You, you learn how to work on less oxygen as opposed to learning that while you're in the moment <laughs> you can be prepared I mean, for that the thing the funny thing for uh, vanderlei is is they make masks that do that now he doesn't care he <laughs> right. still does a yeah. snorkel he, he wants the, he wants snorkel. the walmart snorkel yes. man why would he spend 50 dollars for one that is designed specifically mm, for fighting? probably just give it to him he is vanderlei <laughs> silva yeah <laughs> that is awesome so yeah. and 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 
to show that you were really into this. You don't even you have one job now. You quit all that other stuff yeah. just to focus on training. That's right. Wow, that's exciting, man. How excited are you? Pretty excited. Uh, I mean, the so the bigger news on top of that is I thought the the uh, tournament was at one eighty five, but right. it's at one seventy. Okay. Oh. So for those who don't know, Josh, uh, most of his fights have been at one eighty five or two hundred five and one eighty five. So this would be the <laughs> this would be the uh, hardest. Why do you look at me? I, I didn't do yeah, nothing. Awesome. <laughs> Tubby. <laughs> wow. So yeah. it, it should be a good weight cut. I'm fat. Does that <laughs> does that hey, con- does that concern you? Uh, no, I've got three months to do it, so. Should be good. Right. <laughs> and again, the fight is when? June 27th. I, th- I believe tickets are on sale at the BOK right, already. The, I think that's the other thing. It's at the BOK Center. Yeah. Which is, you have, you have fought in arenas before, um, yeah. but it's a lot different than fighting in an arena than, say, out at the uh, casino and in, in their event center. Because sure. it's just a bigger feel, right? And yes. a longer walk, by the way, from the dressing room. Well, Long, yes, there are, there are a lot of things. You get to hear more of your intro song. And people. Right. Or like. Fat, 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 fat. Not my hands. Gimpy. I can see the computer. You silly fat bastard. Awesome. <laughs> I think that's a big deal because Miley Cyrus has played at the BOK Center, so you can <laughs> say that you fought at the same place where she's played. That's she is huge. comparing you to Miley and, Cyrus. And the Beeb. I think that Josh can also say he has fought where um, uh, Evander Holyfield has fought, true. and Floyd Mayweather has fought, and true. Chuck Liddell has fought. That's true. Because oh, he, he has yeah, fought yeah. in Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> Which might be, I could be wrong, I could be wrong. I love the BOK Center and I love Tulsa. That could be a bigger deal than that. I'm just saying. Possibly. <laughs> Maybe not to everybody. I don't know one out of three of those people you just said, but I know who Miley is. <laughs> well, I'm glad you can relate. Right, right. Awesome. Well, June 27th, man, BOK Center. Yeah. Uh, see Josh fight for a chance at $50,000. You want to go to lunch today? It's a pretty big deal, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Right. He'll have salad. I'll take spinach. <laughs> Last time you, you fought and we went out to lunch and we went to uh, Twin Peaks and I'm like eating fish tacos and beer and, and Josh is like, can I get a, a skinless chicken breast and vegetables just steamed? She's like, it's not on the menu. And he goes, yeah, but they'll make it. <laughs> I'm Josh Bryant. <laughs> yeah, and you're not. <laughs> and you're not. I mean, that sounds way better, but it's on the menu for the waitresses. They have a set. They have their own menu. They have a separate menu. Yeah. So you ordered from the waitresses menu. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Well, because you know they're models. Why right? are you holding your hands in the air like quotations, Josh Bryant? Well, because some of them are models. And some of them aren't. <laughs> right. Right. The ones that aren't usually the ones that collect dishes. Yes. <laughs> well, they got a broom, they're they're, a broom they're also dudes. Hands. They're also dudes. <laughs> right. Hey, listen, it's 2014, man. It's a different time. Uh, all right, congratulations, man. Appreciate June 27th. It, we can't wait to watch you fight again. We're going to take a break. We'll be back. We are BMMS. Hey, you goobers. Corbin and Biggie, the Big Mad Morning Show. Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 68255. 
Giving away beer for Friggin' A Friday, brought to you by Anheuser-Busch. You are going to get a case of the Budweiser Major League Baseball cans. All we needed to do is text BMMS and what you got fired for to 68255. When we get you on the phone, we're going to hook you up with that. We're also going to qualify people for CMall 2014. Everything you need to know is at KMOD.com for that. Boom. And we're going to give away tickets for Kings of Leon right now, playing the game that uh, has makes me happy and Josh hates. You call up at 918-460-KMOD. You can pick between playing against Josh, Josh, or Josh. I almost, I almost cussed straight away. <laughs> You're like, playing this game, I was like... You hate this game. Uh, you know what? It's not as much fun as it sounds like it is. It For you. I know. For, for us, it's a blast. I know, I know. So call 918-460-KMOD after you decide which Josh you want to play. You will then uh, decide the category. Which Josh do you want to play? I think, I think Biggie changes. I think uh, Gippy changes the answers on me. The questions? No, the answers. Well, he, oh, he changes your answers after you give them. No, no. He changes the answer to make them right and me wrong. Okay. Oh. Okay. All right. Yeah, I'm you may, on to your game, sucker. You got me, man. You, you may be on to something. You know what you don't want? You don't want a guy who's getting ready to fight for $50,000 on June 27th to be on the bad side. You want him on your good side. Because he's already training to kick four people's ass. Or three and, people's ass. And, and who are we talking about? Josh Bryan. Who? Josh Bryan. Ladies and gentlemen, what's dumb, ugly, and smells like rectal trauma? Josh the Beast Bryant! Curious what this trauma... (laughs) The visual I have every time is different, and it's it's disgusting. And how does he know? It smells like Axe body spray. Uh, <laughs> it smells like it's an Axe flavor. Nine one eight four six zero. Kmod. It's the chocolate. They do have chocolate Axe. Good morning. You're on the air. What's your name? Hey, Ricky. Ricky, uh, where are you from, Ricky? I'm from Tulsa. Ricky, what do you do for a living? Graphic designer. Graphic designer. All right, Ricky, you're gonna play Josh, Josh, or Josh. Who do you want to play against? Uh, let's go with uh, the second one, Josh. Good one. All right, Josh has already left the room. <laughs> and do you want to do numbers, percentages, or averages? Let's do numbers. Numbers it is. All right, Biggie, uh, we're going to have Gimpy ask Ricky some questions. Okay. Uh, five of them. <laughs> and uh, and then uh, just answer them the best you can, Ricky, okay? Okay. All right, Ricky, first one on the list. What is the longest amount of time between twins being born? What is the longest amount of time between twins being born? Uh, let's go with 12 hours. 12 hours. All right. Ricky, how many miles of blood vessels are in the human body? Wow. How many miles? Yes, sir. How many miles of blood vessels are in the human body? Let's do uh, 10 miles. 10 miles. Ricky, how long can a snail sleep without eating? How long can a snail sleep without eating? Sounds horrible, by the way. Yeah, 48 hours. 48 hours. All right. In feet, Ricky, how long is a human's small intestine? In feet, how long is a human's small intestine? Ten feet. Ten feet long? Last one here, Ricky. How many times a year will a human blink their eyes? Oh, wow. How many times a year will a human blink their eyes? Do two million times. Two million. Wow. 
That's a lot of blinking. All right, Ricky, how do you think you did, man? I think I did all right. Yeah, I think you've got some good answers there. I think a couple of them you're on the heavy side, but again, it doesn't matter how right you are. It's just whoever's closer. And if you are closer than Josh with the answers, you're going to get those tickets for Kings of Leon next Tuesday at the BOK Center. Josh, you get the same same category, sure. same five questions. Uh-huh. All right, Josh. <laughs> uh-huh, sure. <laughs> What's the longest amount of time between twins being born? Uh, Wow. Six hours. Six hours. All right. Josh, how many miles of blood vessels are in the human body? How many miles? How of many blood? miles or, of blood vessels wow. are in the human body? Hundred. One hundred miles. Josh, how long can a snail sleep without eating? A week. One week. Josh, in feet, how long is a human's small intestine? Uh, I should know this. Uh, we'll go with fifty feet. Fifty feet. Okay. <laughs> All right, Josh. That sounds like a lot. <laughs> Last one here, Josh. How many times a year will a human blink their eyes? Uh, a billion. One billion oh, times. Yeah. Josh, just point of clarification on one of your questions. Do you count one week as seven days? Seven days. Okay. Because we gotta we gotta dumb we gotta make it down to hours because oh, that's like what it. the other answer was given. So, all right, let's find out who won. Ricky, what do you think of Josh's answers? I think they suck. Oh. <laughs> I can see we're going to be friends. <laughs> All right. Well, when the question was asked, what's the longest amount of time between twins being born? Ricky said 12 hours. Josh said six hours. The answer, 87 days. Oh. oh. What? So you can, impossible. So you can be 87 days apart and still be twins. Yep. You're wow. not twins. You weren't born on the same day. Oh, that doesn't make sense. Hey, well, listen. You're in the same womb. Hey, listen. Yep. It doesn't. Oh, yeah. It doesn't matter, Ricky, because you know what that means. I got one point. That means you got one point against Josh for those Kings of Leon tickets. <laughs> yeah, buddy. How many miles of blood vessels are in the human body? Now, Ricky said ten miles, and Josh said one hundred miles. The answer: sixty thousand miles. Oh. Wow. Okay. So that basically, Josh. Ricky. Now it's tied one to one. How long can a snail sleep without eating? Ricky said 48 hours. Now, Josh said one week or seven days. Right, 168 hours. 168 hours. The answer is three years. Wow. <laughs> good well, God. so Josh got that one. Okay. All right, looking good for Josh right now, Ricky. There's still two more, so you could definitely win this. Yeah. And feet, how long is a human's small intestine? Ricky said 10 feet, and Josh said 50 feet? <laughs> the answer is 18 feet long. Uh, Ricky got that Ricky. one. It's tied. Right yeah, you're doing a good job of changing the uh, the answers right now to make it sound for it to be close. <laughs> this is good. This is good. Good job, man. You're finally getting it. <laughs> Last one here. How many times a year will a human blink their eyes? Now, Ricky said two million times, and Josh said one billion times. The answer, ten million times yeah. a year. That means Ricky got it. Ricky, oh. congratulations, man. You're going to get those uh, tickets uh, for Kings of Leon. Hang on the line, and we got to get uh, your info, okay? All right, thanks, guys. All right, man, hang on the line. I don't know how to win. <laughs> Josh, what's going on, man? I don't know. Duh, that Josh Bryant can win. <laughs> Listen, if you're if you're gonna be in this tournament, man, we gotta get you on a winning thing. We gotta get that going. Okay. So I want you to really study, like, get your Jeopardy book or whatever it is. I don't think they're gonna. This like is gonna even play into 
the tournament. Yeah, but wouldn't it be weird if it did? Like, oh. you guys are fighting, sure. you get somebody in an arm bar, and then they're like, all right, yeah. quickly, before you guys get up. And your brain how is many mi- How many miles of small intestines are in the body? And Josh is like, oh, it's 18! Woo! Yeah. We, I'm just trying to help, man. Feet. <laughs> or whatever. Miles. All right, we want to get some more people some beer. So what you need to do is text BMMS and then how you got fired to 68255. BMMS and how you got fired to 68255. We'll give a case of Budweiser in the Major League Baseball cans. A case of it next. BMMS. Corbin and Biggie. The Big Mad Morning Show. That's right. Yeah. Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 68255. We are giving away beer for Friggin' A Friday, brought to you by Anheuser-Busch. You can get a case of Budweiser in the Major League Baseball cans. All you need to do is text BMMS and then how you got fired. we got Tyler on the phone with us right now. Tyler, how are you, man? Good. How about you guys? Good. T- Tyler, um, tell everybody how you got fired from a job. Um, about five years ago, I was driving down the road playing Pick the Flick with Biggie, <laughs> and uh, I wrecked my work van while on the radio. Wow. All right, so we have the audio. For anybody that doesn't know, it's one of our favorite pieces of audio of all time. It's the most amazing thing, I think, that we have captured on the air besides someone getting murdered outside. I, I know Tyler loves hearing it, too, so let's go ahead and play it right now so everybody can hear it. That's it. Uh, in this movie, it was. Uh, I'm gonna need you to come in on Saturday, okay? Um, no, skip. They they beat the crap out of the fax machine. They were taking, they were skimming money off the top, and then at the end, the guy's like, um, "This is my stapler. It's my stapler. My stapler." Did you just get in a wreck? Hello? He totally just got in a wreck. Yeah, so there's the audio from that. The other, this is like five years ago, right, Tyler? Like five years. Yeah. You can hear. Listen, uh, listen to this. You can hear him like screeching. You know, like his tires chirping. But it's my stapler. My stapler. Wait, hold on. Let me back it up just a tad. There we go. It's like, um, this is my stapler. It's my stapler. I stapler. And you got fired because of us. Uh, I wouldn't say because of you guys, but you guys were part of it. I'm good with you uh, blaming us. My w- <laughs> And my work didn't know that I was on the radio. They did or didn't? They did. It got back to them. Oh. Now you got, so you got fired. Have you found a better job? Is life better now that you don't work for them? Oh, yes. Yes, absolutely. You're welcome. Yeah, you're welcome, man. Hey, hey. <laughs> yeah, uh, thanks, guys. So you rear-ended somebody? Is that what happened? Yes, I did. Okay, okay. Yeah. I didn't know if you ran a red light or, or T-boned or Plowed whatever. right into him. Yeah. Was it a dude? It was actually not my fault. Uh, it was kind of a crazy story. There was a guy who pulled into the turning lane uh-huh. and then darted back out into traffic in front of the lady in front of me, and I couldn't stop. And uh, ended up, the cops gave the guy that wasn't even involved in the wreck a ticket. Wow, oh, and, that sucks. Uh, it wasn't no. even you didn't even get the ticket, and you still got fired. Oh, that sucks. Absolutely. Yeah, but you, what is it? Because the company's like, hey, we don't like people getting into wrecks. No, no, no. I blew a, I blew a .01 oh. at 10 like, o'clock in the morning. Were you, like, drinking we the had night a, before? We had, a, we had a rough night the night before. Okay. 
Wow. And so that's what got you zapped. It had not, the wreck really was that's yeah. just incidental at that point. Right. Like I say, it wasn't all you guys, but I'm going to blame it on you guys. I'm, I'm, I'm fine with that, man. That's awesome. All right. Well, here, drunk. here's Gimpy to tell you what you won, man. Thanks, guys. Corbin was fired from the toy factory for admiring the size of Kendall's penis. Face it, you'll never measure up, buddy. Here's a case of Budweiser in the baseball cans. Back to you guys. All right, Tyler, we're also going to qualify you for CMall 2014. Hang on the line. Gimpy needs to get some info from you. I appreciate you calling in, man, and uh, sharing that story. It's one of our favorites. That was five years ago. All right. I did, was sure that was when Fletch years? was on the show? Because surely yeah, it wasn't with me. Yeah, it wasn't with you. <laughs> No, that was that was like one of the first uh, year, first year, second year of us doing the show together. I think it was second. Yeah. Now, Biggie, have you ever met? What's something you got fired for? I've I've been let go, but I've I've never been fired. What's the difference for you? Uh, the the print shop that I worked for, the the business was bad, and they had to let go of you know the most recent hire, and that was me. Yeah. Um, I don't I've, think I have one either. I've quit jobs. I've I've never been right. fired. Not been fired for something. Right. Right. Josh, have you ever been fired for something? No, I haven't. Uh, Sam, have you ever been fired for something? Yes. What were you fired for? Um, well, they told me after the shift, but I was drunk before. <laughs> Wait a minute. Hold on. What? Uh, I was at a pool party, and I partied a little bit too hard. And so uh, I showed up for my shift, and then I was kind of buzzed. I had someone take me there because I didn't want to drive. And then after. <laughs> Which means in Sam talk, she was drunk. Right. Yeah. If you didn't even drive, then you were drunk. Well, I was being responsible. That's why I want to drive. Sure. Is that, is that what we're going to call it? Is? Being responsible, getting drunk on a work day. Yeah. Well, no. Not going home enough time to not be drunk the next day. Right. That right. would be responsible. Or not drinking before work. That would be responsible. I didn't mean for it to happen. It just caught up with me. I like, maybe forgot to eat or something, but I didn't mean to get right. that drunk. Right. Yes. Had nothing to do with Food the, would have definitely the saved the day. Of, <laughs> the amount of alcohol you consumed had nothing to do with it. I just didn't eat. Right. What about you, Gimpy? Have you ever been uh, fired for something, for something you did? Not yet. <laughs> just to wait. Uh, yeah, right, whatever. No, I haven't really, uh, just lay off is all it is. Not so really not fired, fired for no, something. No, right. None of those, you're fired, just, hey, man, cutbacks, I, you got to go. When I was, like, in high school, I probably should have been fired. For what? Like, messing around being a kid, working for Mazios. Like, for what, what did you do that makes you feel that um, way? Do you not want a minute in case you need to rely on that job again? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. No, no, no. Um, you know, just, just being a, a jackass with, uh, in high school, I mean... Messing with chicks, uh, taking beer. We used right. Take, we used to take beer, like drink beer from the uh, tap. When I worked at uh, Winn-Dixie, which is a grocery store, me and a couple of the other guys that worked there, we would when we would take trash out in the back, right. and you put it in like a box cruncher, like it crunched all the trash up, you know? Or, right. And then there was one for boxes, and we would take all that stuff out, right? And we would grab beer, like, you know, cases of beer, and put them behind the dumpster. And then after we got off work, we'd pull around the back of the building wow. and grab beer. <laughs> and we should have been fired for that, for sure, because I was like 16, 17 years old. Is that the same Maybe. job you had where the guy wanted you to sack and you were like i'm not sacking i'm yeah. a cart pusher or whatever it was that you did <laughs> no i wanted to uh, i applied to be a stalker right and they had me bagging groceries and i i thought that was beneath me oh my god yeah, yeah i did and so you, he was like i need I you to humiliated you, you he was like i need you to sack and you're like i quit uh, yeah it was, it was like it was 
about three or four weeks of doing that. But this is why I felt it was beneath me because the other guy that bagged groceries, his name was Tom, and uh, he couldn't drive. I'll just put it that way. The the state wouldn't give him a license? He had a life coach. Okay. Uh, And so you thought anybody who sacks that... They must be someone that's who can't the get their life. Okay. That's the grocery store I grew up going to, and Tom was always there, and Tom was like, Hi, I'm Tom! <laughs> and I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> and now do you feel that way? Now looking back, do you still feel that way? No. He no. was like, I can't compete with Tom. <laughs> <laughs> Tom's going to show me up every time. He's been doing it for so long, he's so good at it. <laughs> I felt like I had to tell everybody that came through line that I wasn't like Tom. Oh, like, God. That's the way I no. felt in my brain. Ooh, wow, that's been, horrible. I know. I know. Hi, I'm Shay. Right. <laughs> it would have been awesome. <laughs> I'm Shay. Hi. <laughs> wow. I'm not special. I can drive. <laughs> like, how do you prove that you're not? Wow. That's really horrible. I know. What would it be even better is if, the, if he starts, like, sacking the groceries and they're like, Tom always puts it in plastic. You know what I mean? Like, just really. Well, can I get Tom to do it? Right. Where did Tom they go? go to Tom's lane because he doesn't put milk on top of bread like Shay does. <laughs> and I'm like, God. Uh, all right. You want to get in with some beer? Text BMMS and how you what you got fired for to 68255. BMMS and what you got fired for to 68255. Don't forget, CMO 2014, your chance to get qualified is coming up. Chris Blank now in Balls to the Wall Sports. He loves balls. You said balls. Woo! Big win for the Thunder last night. They end the 19-game winning streak for the San Antonio Spurs, and they're still in that mix for the top spot in the Western Conference. Meanwhile, today is going to be a big day in the NFL. There's reports that running back Chris Johnson will be cut by the Tennessee Titans, making him a free agent. And the Seattle Seahawks will announce a contract extension for Pete Carroll. The team announced a news conference today for around 12.30. Now, Carroll was entering the final year of a five-year, $35 million deal that he had signed in 2010. You know, last hour we said that there were reports that he was going to be among the highest paid coaching uh, coaches in the NFL. There's one report that says this will make him the highest paid coach wow. in the NFL after one Super Bowl. And, uh, and, and, I, and, and I, we got to point out that uh, he was a pretty corrupt college coach. Is that right? Oh, gosh, yeah. He left. He threw the old Molotov cocktail whenever he left USC, man. That place, he had guys, hotels, he had guys' apartments and houses being paid for. It was, ugh, it was, it was, I I guess it was trying to take advantage of the rules, but, yeah, he left USC in a bad spot whenever he left. So, not the best dude in the world, but, hey, you want a Super Bowl? And I, I guess you can write your own check. Hey, we got news next hour of a of a Missouri basketball player that was arrested twice in the same day. It's almost a talent, I guess. That's Balls to the Wall Sports. I'm Chris Plank on 97.5 KMOD. Balls to the Wall Sports brought to you by Prime Health for Men. Look better, feel better, be better. Regain your prime. Go to primehealthformen.com. Prime Health for Men sponsoring the $1 million Bracket Buster Challenge at KMOD.com. Corbin, make your back with more of the Big Man Morning Show next. Corbin. He even smells funny. Biggie. B-M-M-S <laughs> The Big Mad Morning Show Good morning, it's the Big Mad Morning Show 918-460-KMOD You can also text BMMS And then what you want to say To 68255 Friday, so we're giving away beer for Friggin' A Friday Brought to you by Anheuser-Busch 
Today, you get a case of the Budweiser Major League Baseball cans. You text BMMS and what you did to get fired, what you Boom. got fired for. And we uh, hook you up with the beer if we get you on the phone. So we still got two more that we're going to do for that. We're also qualifying people for CML 2014. Cody Barnes of Broken Arrow is our latest qualifier to see every concert that KMOD is a part of, including the sold-out VIP Rocklahoma tickets. <laughs> you still have a chance to get qualified for that uh, with us. And then throughout the day, at random times, with Casey and Lynn. Make sure you're following us on Twitter and Facebook for the latest and exact times for those, all right? Uh, I had a buddy text me and go, oh my God, Rocklahoma sold out? No. No, VIP. No. Rocklahoma is not sold out. Right. The VIP Rocklahoma yes. tickets are sold out. Um, tomorrow, Biggie, is the, I believe, 20-year anniversary that Kurt Cobain has been oxygen-free. 20 years clean of oxygen. And the police released some photos uh, of the crime scene, and I had never seen this before, but a suicide note as well. Oh, really? And I, I think that you would find this interesting because of being a performer and stuff. Uh-huh. And one of the things that, I won't read it all because it's, it's kind of long, but- He got a little wordy on, um, his, on his goodbye to the world. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I hate to read. I don't want to read your suicide note. It's too long. Or maybe I could, I could read it all. No, no, no. I'm saying that's the way I would be if I if I stumbled upon. I come in the morning and I say hi to you. And if I, I look in there and you're dead and there's a note and I'm like, who do you have? You need an intern to read this? There's like eight paragraphs, man. I'm like, Sam, just tell me the cliff notes. Yeah, there is like eight paragraphs. I should I could read it all. It's a very interesting um, letter. Um, it says to Buddha, speaking from the tongue of an experienced simpleton who obviously would rather be an emasculated, infantile complainee. This I, note I should already be don't like it. This note should be pretty easy <laughs> to understand. It's so far not. He is high on heroin. I think that should be important. <laughs> oh yeah, deathly doses of it. All the warnings from the punk rock 101 courses of the year since my first introduction to the shall we say ethics involved with independence and the embracement of your community had proven to be very true. I haven't felt the excitement of listening to as well as creating music along with reading and writing for too many years now. I feel guilty beyond words about these things. For example, when we're backstage and the lights go out and the manic roar of the crowds begin, it doesn't affect me the way in which it did for Freddie Mercury, who seemed to love, relish in the love and uh, adoration. Uh, from the crowd, which is something I totally admire and envy of him. The fact so he's is, he's saying he didn't like to be famous. The fact is, I can't fool you, any of you. It simply isn't fair to you or me. The worst crime I can think of would be to rip people off by faking it and pretending as if I'm having a hundred percent fun. So here he is in a band making it, like making it, and people yeah. love him, and he's like, "This sucks. This isn't fun to have people screaming my name and wanting me to play songs." think that was just the junk talking or like the pressure of everything finally got to him? I'm probably both. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Because I want to say pressure. Right. The pressure of making millions. Every job has pressure. Right. What? So the pressure of being an adult? I, I don't know. Uh, here's some more of it. Uh, sometimes I feel as if I should have a punch-in time clock before I walk out on stage. I've tried everything within my power to appreciate it. And I do, God, believe me, I do, I do, but that's not enough. 
I appreciate the fact I and we have affected and entertained a lot of people. It must be one of those narcissists who only appreciate things when they're gone. I'm too sensitive. I need to be slightly numb in order to regain the enthusiasm I once had as a child. So he's saying just to perform, he had to be high as hell. Right. Just to even act like he act uh, he act like he liked it. All the pictures, by this way, are on our Facebook page if you want to see from the crime scene. Facebook.com slash BMMS69. There's a picture of his body. Right. Wow. On our last three tours, I have had much better appreciation for all the people I've known personally and fans of our music, but I still can't get over the frustration, the guilt, and empathy I have for everyone. There's good in all of us, and I think simply love. I love people too much, so much that it makes me feel too effing sad. The sad little sensitive unappreciated Pisces. Jesus, man, why don't you just enjoy it? I don't know. Yeah. I have a goddess of a wife who sweats ambition and empathy and a daughter who reminds me too much of what I used to be. Full of love and joy, kissing every person she meets because everyone is good and will do her no harm. And that terrifies me to the point to where I can barely function. I can't stand the thought of Francis becoming the miserable, self-destructive death rocker that I've become. This guy needed therapy. I have it good, very good, and I'm grateful. But since, but since the age of seven, I've become hateful towards all humans in general, only because it seems so easy for people to get along that have empathy, only because I love and feel sorry for people too much, I guess. Thank you all. This is from Kurt Cobain, by the way. We're reading his uh, suicide letter tomorrow, 20 years. Thank you all from the pit of my burning, nausea stomach for your letters concerning during the past years. I'm too much of an erratic, moody baby. I don't have the passion anymore. And so remember, it's better to burn out than to fade away. Wow. I mean, that's profound, a great, right? That's a great yep. line right there. Peace, love, and empathy, Kurt Cobain. Francis sure. and Courtney, I'll be at your altar. Please go. Keep going, Courtney, for Francis, for her life, which will be so much happier without me. I love you. I love you. And if you notice at the end, his handwriting gets <laughs> his handwriting gets like a little bit shaky. You know what I mean? Yeah. Towards the end when he's saying goodbye to Courtney and Francis, and then he's like, your life will be better without me. I love you. I love you. It's like way bad penmanship compared to the rest of it. I you know what I mean? Yeah. Like he's he's getting more and more effed up as he's writing this, probably because he right next to his body was a cigar box full of heroin and needles. Did you know they didn't find his body for three days? Really? It rotted for three days. And they never did fingerprints on the gun. It took a whole month before they did fingerprints on the gun, at which time the prints had faded away and they couldn't get a solid print. Because oh. they were Courtney's. Huh. Yeah, I'm totally in that conspiracy. It, it, listen, I don't necessarily believe it, but then when you read the letter, usually you don't be like, I have an amazing wife, so I'm going to kill myself. Right? It just To me, I'm like, that's a little interesting. Like, hey, I want to throw this in there so I look good. Yeah. <laughs> Unless she wrote it. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> well, especially because the end is different than the rest of the letter. Right. right. I have an amazing wife. <laughs> and then the story goes yeah. that when they were in Rome, that he OD'd in Rome, actually, and tried to kill himself in Rome at one point. Because to me, it doesn't sound like he's really, he's just venting uh, until the end when he says, You're like, you'd be better without me. Like, to me, that's what it seems like. 
And it looks like a different handwriting. Oh, yeah. Woof. That's a good conspiracy right yeah. there. It's interesting to think about. And I wanted to do it yesterday, but I wanted to be closer to his, uh, the actual death, which yeah. is April 5th. And I, I think it's interesting that a suicide note is, I'm too successful. And I have it good. Yeah. That's I mean, what he's saying. I have it good, so I must kill myself. I mean, some musicians do that, though, They are, or athletes. They act like the fame is too much. And I, I mean, and I kill it. themselves, right? But at the same time, just like, quit. Yeah, Dave or, Chappelle or write, just quit. Or write a song. <laughs> write a song about it, <laughs> and do, then become more famous. I guess. So do you? So when you're in a band, do you go? Ha, I don't ever want to be famous. Like, do you go? I don't ever like. I no. That only reason I joined a band was for for a, a couple of reasons. One, chicks. Two, drugs, drugs and alcohol. And three, uh, to hopefully Money. become famous. Money yeah. and fame. Yeah. I, I I loved it when I would look and people would be screaming your name or the name of your band or singing along a song that you wrote. That feels great. I don't understand that. Yeah, that guy's cheese was off his cracker. Well, clearly, I mean, he killed himself. But um... No, I mean, just from the note. Say that's just in, like, uh, anyone else's journal and they're still alive i'm like whoa <laughs> you got issues i i just think it's so fascinating that he never thought that was a part that was a possibility i never thought we would be famous don't you def those things maybe not and he hated the word grunge like he hated the even the, the word grunge music and they invented it basically he, he calls it like hate rock or something did he i didn't know i didn't know that that's awesome he hated the clothes, like how the he basically is responsible for the grunge movement, and he hated that. The the whole uh, you know ripped whole jeans and, and yeah, the and they did it because they couldn't afford anything else, right? And, and it seems like, um, like you know, like when when people are like the they set a trend and they didn't want to be trendy, and then everybody's like, oh, you you know you went you sold out, sold out, yeah, right. to the label company and right. Like he was like hard on himself for that because they think that he sold out. I, I I guess he just didn't like to look in the mirror, man. I mean, I don't know any other reason to join a band then. Okay. Okay. Maybe it's just because you enjoy playing or whatever. Then stay in your effing garage, bro. Well, you know, don't. Right. You can, you can bow out at any moment. Well, my, my point is, is like. If he if he didn't def the fact that he was gonna be you know famous or wanted to be or strived to be like everyone else in the band, didn't the band sit and talk? Maybe not, man. Maybe That's, not. I you can understand, but you can understand when you work that closely with somebody. There's times when you're like, I don't even want to look at the other person. Right, no, I'll do my thing and then I'll move on. For sure, when we'd be on the road for like a week or more. You you get to the point where you're you're sick of each other, but at the same time, I considered my my the, my other bandmates my best friends, and we talked all the time about our hopes and wishes and dreams and feelings and blah blah blah, like all the time. And we were a band for nine years. There's plenty of stories of bands though that the turmoil they have. The Rolling Stones has some of the best documented turmoil between the band, guys sleeping with what? Like, come on, Fleetwood right. Mac. But you get to together, a point where you can't stand each other. But they were together for like 30, sure. 40 years. Right, you know great what I mean? point. So stuff like that happens. Eventually, it's, it, it, things break down. You're in a ba- and you're struggling on your, on your uh, you know, coming up. 
And then, how, like, how long was Nirvana, like, it? Right. How long? Not very long. Less than five. Okay. So, it, within that five years, how long were they a band before they got signed? Well, the, the, not very long. The, the difference is, is that, uh, like, with Bleach, they had a different drummer. So, they weren't, you know what I mean? It wasn't the, the band, like, the way you think of it. The, them now, or what you remember them as. It was just them without Dave Grohl? Right, it was a different guy. Yeah, but still, the bass player and the, and the guitarist were talking. This is 87 to 94, Dave. so seven years. I love Dave Grohl, by the way. Yeah, me too. <laughs> right. Side yeah. note. Thank so, you, Josh. So, but, but my, point is, my point is, like, these guys didn't talk. Nevermind came out in 91. And I don't want a lead singer that's like, I never want to get signed. Next! He didn't say that. I know! Bleach came out in 89, Nevermind came out in 91, and Utero came out in 93. Yeah, he's And he died in 94. He's schizophrenic. The, the thing that I think that you get to is maybe they felt like it was a, he was, so, he was like, hey, he, this is our meal ticket, we might as well go, before Dave Grohl realized, this isn't, hey, I'm going to ride this for a little bit longer, because they only did a couple albums. You go, hey, we're doing pretty well. We're touring, playing arenas. Mm-hmm. Ride it out. Be like, all right, I'll do a couple, a little bit longer, and then I'll bail out and do my own thing. Maybe Dave, well, that was the plan. God, I would love to ask him that. Yeah, but at the same time, you got to go. Um, did they have conversations about this? Right. Like, like did did Kurt express to the rest of his bandmates, brothers? How how depressed and 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 he hated what happened to the band, right? But can you imagine as much as you wanted fame and whatever, mm-hmm. you go from writing music, just having fun with your buddies, to suddenly on your back you're carrying you're the voice of ge- a generation. I I would love that to happen, <laughs> right? But the weight of it is quite intense. Well, I get that, and it's just like when when you know you see famous people and they're all pissed off because pe- uh, paparazzi are taking pictures, and I'm like. <laughs> You 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 want ex, you know uh, press when you're promoting something, but when you're not, you're all pissed off. And you're by the way, a billionaire or a millionaire, you get paid so much money to make a movie, and you're pissed that somebody's taking a picture. Right. Like, whatever. I I I don't I don't understand that. But maybe it's because I'm not exposed to that. Or they like I'm like I wish people would take pictures of me getting in and out of my car and going to the grocery store. Uh, okay. <laughs> n- n- uh, n- what what do I always say? The uh, no news is bad news, or whatever. Right. You say no 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 new bad news is good news too. I mean, you think no matter any news is good news. It's getting your name out there. What do you unless think? it's you get arrested for like child rape? Yeah, I don't know if that's I, good I news. I understand there is a asterisk next to that, <laughs> like murder. Right, but then the phrase "any news is good news" does not apply. You can't oh, use that phrase. Okay. Most news is good if it news. was allegedly most good news is good news. Uh-huh. No, most okay. news is good news. <laughs> I'm changing my saying. I love interviews with Kurt Cobain. You forget that it wasn't around very long, and uh, 20 years since his death. No, and his talk- music now is still prevalent. Like right. people still can still it. relate to that music. Yeah. Now I want to talk to Dave Grohl. Well, I wanted to talk to Dave Grohl before. (laughs) No, I mean, you're right. You're right. I would love to have always interviewed him, but now I want to even more because I have those questions of like, did you notice he was depressed? I I wonder if he has a stipulation. Like, you won't let, you won't answer questions about. Some people do that. Some people have. Great song. They'll go, all right, you can talk to. um, Right. Anything about Foo Fighters, but don't bring up Kurt. Yeah. 
How do you not, though? How do you? That's not hate when they do that. I'm like, hey, you can talk to him, but don't bring up this. Well, then that's we what talk, they're known for. We talked to Stacy Keebler, and they told us not to mention George Clooney at all. Right. And Dumb. The only reason we're talking to you is because of George yeah. Clooney. Right, right. Um, Fletch and I interviewed... Um, God, who's the who's uh, the the folk singer? Bob Dylan. Bob Dylan's son, Jacob Dylan. We interviewed him, and they were like, "Do not mention his father at all, or interview was over." And I'm like, "Then why are we talking to him?" Right. Because of his one headlight song. <laughs> Big, great song, man. It's, it's a huge song. Right. I Wall understand, flowers. but Wallflowers, one that, headlight. It's a great song. That's what I said. Yeah. Other than that, this is my favorite Nirvana song right here. Is it really? Yeah. A lot of the unplugged stuff is brilliant, and if you've ever seen the behind the scenes, it's even more brilliant. Yeah, and they said when they made um, Nevermind, they were talking about producing it, and that they would layer so many guitars on top of each other. And Kurt hated; he wanted it to be so raw. And then he hear it and go, "Wow, that sounds. How do I not do that?" Right. It's great. I'm going to listen to a bunch of Nirvana today, <laughs> for sure. I have all their stuff on my phone. Just do like an all-Nirvana day. I'll, this is the first, I remember this band, this musician, huge influence on my life. That when he died, my mom called me and woke me up at college and was like... Did, She's like, did you hear? Did you hear Kurt Cobain? He's dead. And I remember, like, I was hungover. I was like, what? Okay. Whatever. When he screams in the song, it's just so awesome. Yeah. Like you said, the, the unplugged part. You gotta watch the unplugged if you haven't seen it. Yeah. Oh, they start smashing it's guitars. Ridiculous. And just go crazy. Love it. Penny Royalty is my favorite song. Really? Uh, by Nirvana. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, I, I gotta agree with Josh on that one. It's not on the top ten, but it's good. It's, right. it's not like this. Yes, his daughter is smoking hot. Right, I put the yeah. link up because people were asking what happened to his daughter. She oh got hot. Oh my god! <laughs> and you know, all she's got to do is make one album, and she'll sell millions of them. Oh yeah. Is she an art? Is it she they won't matter. <laughs> no, but I mean, is, do we know what she does? No. Nah. Oh. My girl, my girl, where will you go? I'm going where the cone wind blows In the pines, in the pines Where the sun don't ever shine I will shiver the like you, It felt like you always sang with passion. You totally hear it right here. In the pines, in the pines, where the 
Corbin and Biggie. The Big Mad Morning Show. 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. Now we're looking up Nirvana stuff. Biggie found out his daughter, Frances Bean, is worth how much, Biggie? She's 21 years old, and her net worth is $170 million. Wow. Just from her dad and the the estate? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think all the rights went to her, right? Yeah. I think so. She was the name. That's what Courtney Love is so pissed about. Like, she went to court trying to get it. Yeah. Or get some of it. Yeah. Apparently, um, Francis Bean and Courtney Love, they're they're talking again, apparently, and they're going to have a Kurt Cobain musical on Broadway. What? <laughs> that's, what that's what the news is saying. What's so bad about that? Mo- I mean, 20 years, most of the people that grew up are in their 40s. So 40-year-old people like Broadway musicals? Uh, I'm just saying, you've got to figure out how to get the money from those people. Right. Yeah. And at the same time, you, you got to sit there and go, okay... So, you, you've heard of Richard Cheese, right? Yeah. The guy that does modern songs in like a jazzy, you know, lounge singer type way, like Vegasy. Yeah. And then, so you got to go, eventually, when is that going to happen? Right. I mean, like, because you want to squeeze as much juice out of that lemon as you can get. That's what I'm saying. So, right now, you know, you go to a, a, a lounge or a jazz place and they're singing, you know, Frank Sinatra and stuff like that. When is that going to change? Mm, like, yeah. when is that going to go into, you know, you got to fight I'm, for your right <laughs> to party? <laughs> like, like, when are you going to? It happens now. It happens now. You can go into a dentist office and hear um, Muzak and you hear a jazz version of a song that we grew up with R- clearly 20 years ago. Right, right. But I'm I'm talking about like when when you're going to go to Branson and see um, you know, uh Disturbed, Clay Aiken yeah. <laughs> performing it, you know, all these washed up. I'm just I saying I don't know if Clay Aiken's a good choice. Listen, I'm just saying like washed up American Idol people. That's the only one I can think of right now. I mean, they're doing that now. Washed up American Idol people are doing that tour circuit like that now. Yeah, but they're playing Walmart parking lots. I'm talking about having like an act in Vegas. Like the, you know, who's going to replace Yakov Shmirnoff when he dies in Branson? That's what I'm saying. (laughs) Like he has his own building. Yeah. So when he dies, somebody's going to. Is it going to be the Larry the Cable Guy thing? I think he's too big for that. By the way, you think Larry the Cable Guy is too big for Branson? Yeah, I think he'll go to Vegas. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I wanted to talk about this. The Mets' second baseman, and Chris said he was going to come in and join us. The Mets' second baseman's wife had their baby and had it on opening day. So he missed opening day and the next day to be with his kid. And he has been taken to task by sports radio because he did that. Like they're they're ragging him? They're ragging him, yeah. And apparently you get two weeks, according to the law, that you can get up to two weeks. And Tell DC that. <laughs> I'm just saying. What? You I'm almost had to postpone yours, huh? Right? Because I'm uh, just saying. I know, but you got to... That was an inside joke. We want to... So everybody... Not everybody knows. Wow. I didn't have hardly any days off when... Hardly Rebecca. any? Yeah. I think, I think I missed, like, what, three days? I don't remember. 
He it digs, was, digs it a either, deeper wound for you. I think it was two or three. Yeah, because I got to hear it. For, you know why. <laughs> it didn't bother me. <sighs> and so this guy's been taking. Do you have any of that audio? Of I'm Boom, looking. Boomer Esiason even made a statement in regards to, listen, if it would have been my wife, I would have told her to get a C-section because I need to do the job that I get paid to do. Huh? Dang. He's like, I have an opportunity to make as much money as possible so my kid can go to any school that they want. I have to work. It's important that I go to work. And nowadays, he's like, it's not 1944. You're not sitting around waiting in the waiting room with cigars for the big news. So do you think that someone, just because you're getting paid so much, you should have to go right back to work? Like no, it shouldn't matter. No, I think if you have a job that's time sensitive, like playing one day a week, like NFL players do, right, right, right. I think you have to be a little more. You have to consider some of those things. I think it's highly insensitive of Boomer Esiason to say what he said, because because the pregnancy is a little more tasking on the female, and they need your support uh-huh. as a man. That's just my opinion. However, there is something to be said about job people that have careers that are time sensitive. Totally. If I was his wife, like, I mean, be like, you're bringing in the money. Like, I would want to do a C-section be able to plan it because I want him to make more money. Why right? is it when there's a death, like when Brett Favre's father died and he played the next day or other football players have, mm-hmm. they're considered an amazing professional athlete. But when a baby's born and they miss days, they're like, what a scumbag. <laughs> it's, it's a what a non, non-professional player. Life, life over death? Yeah. It's, it, to me, that's bizarre. I I think that you have to look at someone when they don't you know they don't take time off because someone died. Sure, you can go listen. Yeah, they, he's doing his job, or he's taking time off because he needs to deal with all that, or he's taking time off to welcome his child into his life. I I get it. I personally think I think two weeks is excessive for a man. I think two weeks is excess, is excessive. Two weeks is a little long. Yeah, in my opinion, I'm not saying you shouldn't get it. I'm just saying, for me, that's excessive. Especially, and this is an argument, by the way. You want to have an argument with your wife? I don't care how good your marriage is. Bring this up. In this, in, in his spot, Whoa, like he trust has me. enough money to pay for help. Right. Well, and that was what someone someone brought up was like he can pay for a nanny. Yeah. But we're talking that's good and all for like you know day nine through life. I'm talking. We're talking about right when that baby's new. He also has enough money that he could he could like stay there. Baby's born. See the baby. Fly to the game, play a game, fly back home, see the baby, fly back out, play a game. Right. But like, that's kind of, I mean, that doesn't really make sense either. Why? It, well, because he has to be at 100% to play the game. And that much travel and baby and all that stuff, you're not going to be at 100%. I would have taken have off. Have you seen the plane? <laughs> like, <laughs> no, I, I, get, I get what you're saying. It's and not I, a hardship. It's an interesting point. I just, I don't think that that makes sense either. Um, I have the boomer size and what he, when he says it, so we can see if he's being like all uppity, you know, or, or. Well, the news only plays the part where they're like, he should, she should have just got a C-section, right, right, but right. there's a little bit more to it. All right. It's one thing, obviously, when you want to be there for the That's not boomer size, by the way. Ever- huh? That voice right there is not boomer size. That's the other guy. Um, you'll, Boomer's you'll, about to talk. Yeah, you'll hear Boomer's voice. Every one of us totally supported 100%. Murphy misses opening day. What's the reason? His wife's in labor. Nobody can argue that, right? But now to me, and this is just my sensibility, assuming the birth went well, assuming your wife is fine, assuming the baby is fine, 
24 hours. You stay there, baby's good, you have a good support system for the mom and the baby, you get your ass back to your team and you play baseball. That's my take on it. What? what you, the nothing you can do anyway. You're not breastfeeding the kid. He's got legal rights to be there if he wants yeah, he, to be he, there. He, hey, Eddie, what's the paternity leave rule in America? How many weeks? Go ahead. Two weeks. Two weeks. Yeah, there you go. Now, I'm not telling you Murph's going to miss two weeks. That is federal but, law. But the way he was positioned in the paper, uh, again, I got to hold on. Let me see if I can you know, it's, it. It's, it's not. That's, I'm like, are you kidding you know, me? Bottom line, that's not me. I wouldn't do that. You, you'd get back and you'd play game two. Quite right? frankly, I, I would have. Um, Go ahead. I would have said C-section before the season starts. I need to be. I need to be at opening day. I'm sorry. This is what makes our money. This is how we're going to live our life. This is going to give my child every opportunity to be a success in life. I'll be able to afford any college I want to send my kid right. to because I'm a baseball player. I think he's being uh, like he's saying smart planning. Well, it's his opinion. He, he, he should be saying what he would do. Yeah. Right. But I, here, it's ba- if football, I totally get. It's There's only so many games, right? 160, 270 games? Would you rather be there for the beginning or the end? Well, end. Yeah, the end. The first game of the season doesn't mean anything. It's, yeah, I think they're I, making a big stink out of nothing. I think it's a bunch of fake rage. I agree. I agree. It's fake rage. To be mad at a guy for missing the first two games of the season? Come on. They're going to deal with some dust anyway. Come on. Right. Yeah, they've been in spring training, but they're playing at home. Come on. It's, really? This guy. How, do we, how can we live in a society where people crush fathers for abandoning their kids, and now we're like, he wants to spend time with his kid? What a prick. <laughs> right. They, like, you see all the time some, some children's, like, sports figures, and they go, well, dad was never there. Right. You know? I grew up not really knowing my father until he retired, and now we're best friends. And this guy is making an effort. And they're like, what a scumbag. And they're like, Mm -hmm. douche. He's so not professional. You're paid to play, now play. I think it's important to be there in the first at least week. And there are people that say, listen, you're not doing anything. You are offering, you should be offering support. You don't just sit on the couch with the clicker. You should be offering support to your wife. Yeah, the mother. We're, we're I like I slept in the hospital room. Like we, you know, when we watch Netflix. No, we we brought DVDs because <laughs> we had a we had a suite. <laughs> All right, uh, we're gonna take a break. More beer could be yours, BMMS, and then uh, what you got fired for to six eight two five five. And Sam, will you put this up on the Facebook page about this Mets player and see if we can't get some more opinions about it? Facebook.com slash BMMS69. We'll be back. BMMS. Corbin and Biggie. The Big Mad Morning Show. That's right. Yeah. yeah. All right. 97.5 Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. Giving away beer. Friggin' A Friday brought to you by Anheuser-Busch. We do it every Friday. Thanks to the folks at Anheuser-Busch. This week we're giving away a case of Budweiser in the Major League Baseball cans. So make sure you text BMMS and what it is that you uh, did to get fired. We'll get you on the phone. We'll hook you up with a case of beer. On the phone with us uh, right now, my system works here. Damon is on the phone. Damon, hey man, how are you? Hey, I'm good. How are you? Good. Tell me what you get fired for. Um, well, I was in high school many years ago. I'm 30 now, but I was in high school, and uh, I got a job 
at my dad's real estate company that he worked at, and uh, they hired me to come in and clean the office at night and uh, take trash out. And uh, I don't know, I just decided to, uh, you know, start looking up porn on the computers, mm-hmm. and uh, I ended up, um, you know, rubbing one out a couple times. Masturbating, yeah. <laughs> Masturbating <laughs> to, to one. Okay. And yeah, how'd, how'd you I get did caught? it at random people's desk. Oh my came god! Came in the morning. Yeah, it was like porn on their computer as soon as they don't, turned it on. Uh, don't get too graphic, but were you clean about it? Yes, okay. yes, I was. Okay. <laughs> How did you get caught? Well, I mean, it had froze on a lot of the computers, so uh, they had to like call in computer guys. They had like fired a couple of people thinking they would do that. Adults were doing oh. it. And uh, yeah, they they never really said it outright, but. They like pulled me aside and said, "This really isn't working." Wow, yeah. that that's got you. Got to be proud. Your dad had to have been proud of you. <laughs> did he get mad? Yeah, it was it was interesting. I'll put it that way. Did you get Did he get mad? Uh, no, he just shook his head and was like, "You know, he's a teenager. I mean, you know, at least everything works." Wow. <laughs> right. Wow, you're a pretty understanding dad. Wow, right. man. Well, congratulations, and uh, here's Gimpy to tell you what you won, man. Thank you for calling. We appreciate it. Josh Bryan couldn't win a fight if you paid him to. The UFC tried. That's why he's a washed-up, self-loving bartender. Enjoy this case of Budweiser and the baseball cans. Back to you, Corbin and Biggie. We're also going to qualify you for CMO 2014, Damon. Hang on the line. Gimpy has to get your info before Josh murders him. <laughs> oh wow. Uh, Chris Plank is in here. There's a breaking, breaking, uh, sports breaking news, buzz news. What's that? What did I call it? Danny Manning's going to Wake Forest. And how do we know? Did he put it on his Twitter or what did he do? Dr. Greg just confirmed it. The TU athletic director. So as of late last night, apparently he let it be known that he was leaning towards Wake Forest. And Dr. Greg confirmed it this morning at 8 a.m. that he is leaving for Wake Forest. So so now that opens the window of possible. Now we can talk about possible candidates that yes, would be coming does. in for, uh, which is nice for uh, Plank, especially the fact I that the Final some, Four, we've got something to talk about <laughs> After now. the Final Four is over, well, at least they've stretched the draft out now until mid-May. But this is the fourth time in 20 years now that Tulsa has been looking for a new head basketball coach. Uh, and I think it's the second time a coach has left after two years. In 97, Steve Robinson left after two years. Buzz Peterson left after one season at TU. Bill Self at least stayed three. But, yeah, so Danny Manning is on his way to Wake Forest. And and what is the trickle down here? Recruits maybe? Uh, coaches, assistants going? Well, I mean, what do you think the trickle down? How far trickle I, I, down I does this go? I think Tulsa's got a very solid sophomore class. They've got one of the uh, Conference USA, well, the tournament, tournament, Conference USA tournament's most valuable player. They have three other starters right. that were sophomores. So I don't think they're going anywhere. There's two signees that they had in their class. Um, unfortunately, one of the signees has a brother that plays for Florida. So maybe you know he changes his mind and decides to walk on at Florida. So there are there are some potential trickle down effects here. But as it stands right now, Tulsa's just looking for a new head coach, which, again, for them is really nothing new. Keep an eye on Mercer head coach Bob Hoffman. He has Oklahoma ties. He's, he coached at OBU for the longest time, and he right. has uh, he coached with Kelvin Sampson, who just got fired at Houston. Brett Ballard, his lead assistant, is a name to keep an eye on. He's just 30, he's 33. Wow. <laughs> he might be a head basketball coach. And um, don't count out Doug Gottlieb. 
Really? Because he's he's here. He's from here, right? He's well. He's, Stillwater. Uh, Gottlieb. It, he was actually from, I believe, the West Coast, and he played college basketball at Notre Dame. They got kicked off the Notre Dame team because he was forging checks, and transferred uh-huh. to Stillwater. But his wife's family is from Drumright. Right. And there's a lot of rumors that he might be trying to get into the uh, coaching ranks. Right. He's 38. His, uh, his brother is a JUCO coach. So don't count out Doug Gottlieb or Missouri State coach. Uh, I'm sorry, Southern Illinois coach Barry Hinson. Fun fact, he's the guy. He's here sometimes in the building, right? Yeah, yeah he doing used, his show. When he did ESPN, he would. But since he's moved to CBS Sports, he hasn't really been traveling that much because they put him in studio. You know, he's doing all the studio stuff. So uh, I know that some people might be yelling at their radios that are true sports fans, but don't count him out. If he wants to coach, he's got the kind of personality where he can do it, and I, I think he'd be great. You so. guys get always get uh, Greg on for uh, segments on the show. Every Tuesday. Uh, is, will that be something that probably gets sidelined now and while he does this? Uh, we'll give him a couple weeks off. <laughs> I mean, we'll say, we'll say, hey, dude, we know you're busy. He'll still come on and give us an update, but, yeah, he's this is now – this is truly balls to the wall for him the next three days because this is that – this is like a radio convention. You know, it's all the coaches together. In the final four, everybody is there. So now Danny Manning wears his Wake Forest lapel pin instead of his TU lapel pin, and Derek Gregg is looking for a new head coach. And what a better place to do it, man! You've got everyone who could possibly want a job there, or who has a job and might be interested there. So it's a pretty big deal. Well, I, I know this means uh, great things for the show to, this afternoon on the. It means on the good big things show. for us, and also it gives a little bit more umph to college basketball because you know what we haven't talked about this morning: fi- final fours tomorrow. Yeah, don't care. <laughs> Florida's in the Final Four and it's played tomorrow, and we haven't even. So Final Four is tomorrow, and then Monday night they play? Monday night national championship game. Yeah. yeah. Uh, who yeah, are you he, taking? So uh, we, got, we got Florida. Well, I've got Florida all the way. Right, We got, but in the Final Four we have Florida. We have uh, UConn. UConn. You have Wisconsin. UConn. Yeah, yeah. University of Connecticut, right. right. Florida, I'm sorry, University of yeah, Connecticut. Florida, UConn, Wisconsin, and Kentucky. And Wisconsin okay. and Kentucky is that late game. Okay. So I think Florida and Kentucky are going to play each other in the championship game. I do too, and I think Florida will win. I don't know. I think Kentucky's got it, man. Hey. Like the magic? Yeah, they got the magic. My, it's our, our family is so torn because we're Gator fans, but my brother and my dad are the biggest Kentucky Wildcat fans ever. Oh, because you're from there too. Yeah. That's yeah. cute. They're both playing. All yeah. right. Fun. Breaking, new, breaking buzz news. Uh, we've got the Danny Manning <laughs> has taken the job at Wake Forest. Yeah. He is out as the head basketball coach for the University yeah, of Tulsa. Yeah, we'll keep you up to date on a Twitter feed, too. 1430 the, the Buzz. As the great Ted DiBiase once said, right. everybody's got a price. Amen. Can't fault him for that. No, no. no. Can't. All right, Chris and Pop will have more during the big show. Thanks, Chris, thanks for coming in. We'll be Good back. morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS. And then what you want to say to 68255. Uh, we are giving... Tickets away to every concert that we're a part of. We call it CML 2014. You just have to get qualified. Justin Clemens of Owasso is our latest qualifier. And with the Big Man Morning Show, you get qualified every hour during the morning show. And then throughout the day with Lynn and Casey, hit KMOD.com to find out the exact times. Uh, it is after uh, 9 o'clock on Friday, so it's time for Willy Nilly. Willy Nilly, anything you want to talk about, bring up a topic, go back to something maybe we missed. It's up to you. And we actually have a guest in the studio today. Uh, Toby Morton is hanging out with us. Toby is a native of the area and a writer. No. No, oh, no, no, no! I'm from Colorado. Colorado? Yeah. What the hell are you doing in here? Why do we have you on? I have family in Muskogee. Okay, there I don't we want go. To explain I it. like that. Let's let's go with that. And um, wrote for Mad TV, wrote for South Park. He's got some stuff coming up, so we're going to talk to him. He's going to be hanging out. So willy nilly, man. Anything you want to bring up? Something talk like I'll go first. My willy nilly is that um, I signed up for a dog poop service at my house to come and pick up dog poop every 
other week and I pay someone to come. It's amazing. How great is America that you can pay someone to come pick up dog crap and take it away? It's a, it's a, it's amazing. I, I hate, that's one thing I hate more than anything. And now that Annabelle is, you know, a year and a half, she's wanting to go around uh, around the whole house. And I'm like, God, we're gonna have to get a pooper scooper. I'm gonna have to do this. But now I didn't know there was a company that did this. Yeah. So I'm gonna call them. They'll do anything. They'll even like spray. Because I have a Chihuahua, like a half price. Uh, they, they may be a different price based on your dog. Like I pay twenty dollars <laughs> every two weeks for them to come and clean Can up. Can we dog do crap. that for children? Oh, that'd be amazing. They Come over and my, change Would my you daughter? want them oh to? Oh, my God, yeah. Well, so just you, let your child out in the backyard and say, my child pooped in the backyard. Will you come pick it up for me? That's a when, pretty funny call, yeah. actually. <laughs> when, when you change your daughter's diaper and it's got a full grape in it. <laughs> oh, that's so gross. Like, I'm like, how did that happen? Seedless? Yeah. I'm like... Or it's orange, right? And got this weird <laughs> smell to it. It's so stinky that you can't even put it into the diaper um, genie. It's like you're like, whoa, this has got to go straight to the garage. Like, I would pay someone to do that for sure. Willie Nelly nine one eight four six zero KMOD. Anything you want to talk about? Bring up something new. Go back to a topic. It's completely up to you. Good morning. You're on the air. Hey, uh, uh, fun fact for you, Doug Gottlieb. Wife in high school was smoking hot. What is she not hot anymore? No, I haven't seen her recently. But okay. she was the she was the lifeguard at the local pool whenever I was like eight. And goodness, I ran the water quite a bit. If you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> All right, man. Thanks for the call. Right. See you later, Willie Nelly nine one eight four six zero KMOD is referring to the previous segment. Talking about Doug Gottlieb as a possible coach replacement for uh, Danny Manning. Yeah, over at the University of Tulsa. Good morning. You're on the air. Uh, yeah, I got a really nice for you. All right. I know everyone's a big fan of uh, of UFC. If there could be kind of like an exhibition match between like either the judges or the commentators, who would you want to see fight each other? Oh, okay. Joe Rogan and Goldberg. And I wanna, Goldberg. Yeah, I want to see them fi- fight it out. No, Goldberg would get killed. Duh. It'd right. still be awesome. And he'd be so pilled out that like it would be fun to watch him fight. Doesn't he have but, something? He does train, by the way. Not like Goldberg? Joe Rogan does. Joe, Joe does, yeah. Joe does, but Goldberg does too, but not like not, not like uh, Rogan does. I'd want to yeah. see I'd want to see Joe Rogan uh fight Dana White. That'd and be I know a great he's win. not a commentator, but close enough. Dana yeah, can fight it, too it, though. Still yeah. fall into the category. I'd want uh, Joe Rogan and uh <clears throat> Herb Dean. Ooh. They, bo- they both fight, so. Right. Yeah, that, I, I think that'd be a more even match. Oh, yeah, right. right. Except Herb, Herb Dean Dean is a giant. Yeah. Uh what about what do you um, think he weighs? Oh, I don't. Joe Rogan's pretty hefty. Yeah, Joe's probably about two hundred five. Just UFC, or can we use a commentator from another? Oh, you, you can bring in anybody. So you want like, to. like, um, what? Le- Legacy fight just had that yeah. was just here. They had uh, Pat Miletich as one of their commentators, yeah. and I, I'd love to see him fight any like Herb Dean or something. Yeah, like that. that would be awesome. He's too. a legend. Who's the old guy from boxing? Larry, what's his name? Oh, right. The I want to see Joe Rogan King. fight that guy. Larry King? No, no. no, no. The Larry commentator. Holmes? No. No, the, right. Larry Holmes. <laughs> he's got the white hair, and and there's a really cool video of him getting in Floyd Mayweather's face. Uh, let's I, get ready to rumble guy? No. No, but, no. Oh. That would be fun. Both Joe the Rogan? Buffers. The buffers, no, buffers, buffers fight each other? Because um. they're brothers. So you get um, the UFC buffer versus the boxing buffer, and they both fight. Yeah. I like that. Awesome, man. Thanks for the call, brother. Have a great day. All right, thanks. See you later. Winner of the buffers 
does all of it. <laughs> right. Does boxing and one, MMA. It's a get out of the business match. Toby Morton's <laughs> hanging out with us during Willy Nilly. We'll talk to him after Willy Nilly. Are you a UFC fan, Toby? Do you like that no, stuff? No. No. I, I, we can talk about House of Cards. I'm all over that. <laughs> right. Yeah. TV show House of Cards, right, on Netflix. <laughs> it's, that's a good show. <laughs> so if we said uh, anything about fighting, you would be like, well, I have no idea what they're you talking about. You know what? About. I could tell you a little bit about Jerry Cooney. Back in the old boxing Okay, days. right. Yeah, that's it. That's all, all right. I can tell Do you, Do you know Jerry what Cody. a rape choke is? <laughs> a rape choke? That's an actual move. That's a, wow. Can you say rape on the... Yes. Right. Oh, yeah, absolutely you can. Oh, my God. All right, Willie Nilly, good morning. You're on the air. Oh, good day, guys. Hey, dude. Today I'm going to do shout-outs. Oh, all right. <laughs> okay, I'm going to do a shout-out to Jake Snake, um, Howie, uh, Liz Guy. Let's go with... Um, I love Antonio Banderas, guys. Shout out to him. Um, shout out to Josh, but he's already in there. Um, <laughs> let's think. Oh, shout out to my dealer up in Colorado. He probably ain't listening, but listen on iHeart. Shout out to you. Hey, listen, um, listen, smoke weed every day, guy. What is a shout out for you? Like, what is the definition of a shout out? I've never hey, really been up? clear on this. You know, because I'm on the radio, so you just be like, hey, what up? Okay, well, I wasn't sure. I, that's what I thought. And then you said, I shout out to Josh, but he's already in the studio, so I didn't know if that... Still counts. Yeah, it still counts. Yeah, it still counts. And and, and shout-outs are kind of cool because, like, if someone's calling in to do a shout-out, you know they called, like, all these people and said, listen today. You think so? <laughs> yes. I, don't, I used to no, do... I or Facebook. But I, I didn't do that, so they're yeah. all going to have to catch it on iHeart. Right. Or in the... Yeah, when the replay or, later. Or whatever, you know. Right, um, or whatever. So I'm going to do a shout-out to Jordan... <laughs> Um, shout out to all my hoes. Um, shout out to the zigzag guy. Yeah, that's probably about it. All right, oh, yeah. yeah. Thanks, 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 thanks for the call. Thanks for letting me sh- do the shout out. Smoke it every day. All right, man. See you later. What? What? T- going to be like, oh, he's talking about me. All of them. <laughs> I saw your ears perk up, and then you changed your mind quickly. Oh. You're like, ah, oh, he's Have you ever met him? Uh, I think maybe like the first right up your patio alley. Party. Yeah, you, you would love him. him. You would love him. Oh, yeah, cool. he's fun. All right, Willy Nilly. Good morning. You're on the air. Guy in the valley. Hey man, I gotta tell y'all a crazy story. Please do. I had this friend. This is about six years ago. He's up early, getting ready to go to work. He hears a commotion with his chickens. There's raising cane. It's his shotgun. Goes outside. There's a dog massacring all his chickens. He shoots the dog, puts it in a trash bag, takes it to work, throws it in the dumpster, goes into work. A few minutes later, the secretary comes into work. She's crying and freaking out, saying there's some wounded dog in the dumpster. <laughs> so it wasn't totally dead. No, so he goes and gets the dog, leaves work, and on his way home, his boss calls him. You know, obviously he's fired. <laughs> oh, and he got fired for it. Yeah, he for, got fired. For disposing of a dog in the company trash can. Oh, yeah. yeah, well, and uh, I guess, you know, because the dog was still alive and it still was traumatized the uh, secretary. Now, did they call the police? They didn't call the police. What? It was it killed all the chickens. I think that still doesn't warrant to kill the, the dog. Yeah, it does. If you're I, a farmer, you your chickens, that's your livelihood. You have the right to protect your livestock. If it's your livelihood and you did a poor I'm job protecting it, <laughs> I'm just saying, if one dog gets all your chickens. I'm, I'm concerned. Like, why didn't you shoot the dog and bury it? 
I don't know why he didn't do that. Yeah, uh, your friend, you. not you, your it's, friend. It's easier, yes. yeah, but it's it, it's easier to put it in a bag and throw it in a dumpster than it is to dig a damn. It's easier hole. to pick up a dog and that's bleeding and throw it in a bag. Yeah. No. Then, then dig a dig hole. A, yeah, dig a hole. You still no. gotta, you yeah, still I agree. I would do that. No. I, the same thing. Why did uh, you know? Why did you do that? Hey. <laughs> and it was a good job, too. He had a good job. <laughs> All right, man. Thanks for the call, bro. Have a good weekend. See you later. You too. Oh, Great oh, start to the morning. Man. Right. Oh, Waking up to about dogs nine. <laughs> I gotta tell you though, I think I agree with Josh. The 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 hole is a lot easier. Because if you do a bag, you got to somehow try and get it into the bag, and that's a big pain. I'd rather just dig the hole and then take the shovel and just flung it down into the hole. So now you got blood everywhere, yeah. and, and the Ew. bag is leaking, yeah. and you throw it in the back of your truck. Ugh. Right. I love you... that I came in here this morning worried about what I was going to talk about, and I didn't want to go over the line. <laughs> no worries. Oh, please. And now we're talking about how to bury a dog. Or, Listen, or not. <laughs> if you use a pitchfork... And just pick the dog up. <laughs> okay. Right? Yeah. And you could fling it in the back of your truck. Right. I mean, oh, you could do this. farm, I'm sure he had a truck. You could do this. I was a dog walker, and this is how we would pick up dog dung, mm-hmm. is you just re- in, in reverse the bag. So reverse the bag and then grab it and then put the bag over. Okay. Why don't, now you, I'm why don't you. you start the business and the people that pick up the poop, they can also pick up your dead dog. Dead, dead dogs. dogs. Is that good? Right. Yeah. I know when my dog was shot and killed that we, uh, we, <laughs> <laughs> he was. It's, it's, I don't like to talk right, about it. Right, right. I don't. I know it's going to be very sad for you. I know you don't like to to bring it up, but I was thirteen, and my brother and sister just left for prom. Not together. together? Not together. <laughs> no, this was Kentucky, right? No, I was say. And it was my bro- my, my dad's birthday, and so my aunts and uncles and everybody was over. My best friend Trevor. And we are all outside because they just left, and we were getting ready to go back in. And the neighbor, drunk neighbor, redneck neighbor, came across the street, started yelling about our dog getting in his trash. And our dog was a house dog. He was only outside because we were all outside. And he, uh, our dog came to the edge of the driveway, and he pulled the gun from behind him and just goes, ba 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 ba, and shot him five times in front of my whole family. Oh my! Yeah. And my dog goes Burr, and ran up to my mother and died right on her feet. Oh my god. <laughs> I love that we're all laughing. <laughs> it's not funny. It's horrible. It's, it's, yeah, it's tragic. And then so I grab rocks, and I was going to start throwing rocks at the guy. Get at him. a man with a gun. Yeah. You. My Aunt Bonnie, like, tackled me, and I scanned my knee. <laughs> when, I, when, I, when I come across roadkill, I, I like to leave a little suicide note so its family will have closure. Uh, <laughs> it's a good point. But then this is what's funny is... Um, like literally while the cops are there and everything the guy from down the street comes up and goes I think it was my dog that was getting in his trash because my dog's dead now and the guy poisoned his trash oh wow. my gosh right so did you guys call the police oh yeah though that's why the cops were there so they went across the street they arrested the guy the guy um he uh he he did like a week in jail or something like that for opening fire kids are playing kickball in the middle of the street right like literally four houses down discharging a weapon yeah and it was a nine millimeter, and so he got arrested and all these charges. And then his community hours, the judge was like, "You're doing it at a uh, animal shelter. shelter, animal shelter." <laughs> right, that's perfect. Yeah. All right, Willy Nilly nine one eight four six zero KMOD. This is one of the great things about Willy Nilly. We'll talk about dog poop, how to bury a dog. <laughs> we got Toby Morton in the studio. He's going to be out this weekend. We'll explain that in a little bit. He used to write for uh, South Park and Mad TV. And uh, anything you guys want to talk about, willy-nilly, 918-460-KMOD. Good morning. You're on the air. Hey, what's going on, guys? Hey, hey, man. 
Hey guys, we're talking about the curiosity of what the rectal trauma is all smell like. <laughs> yeah, hold on, got, let's, hold on, man. We got to we got to speed it, catch everybody back up. When Josh came in, we have a Who? Josh Bryan, Who? Josh Bryan's entrance song for when he comes on the show. Josh Bryan, professional fighter. <laughs> What's dumb, ugly, and smells like rectal trauma? Josh, <laughs> the beast, Brian! Right, right. Rectal, rectal trauma. All right, man, so what is, go with your thing on rectal, all right, see you later. <laughs> all that prep and the guy hung up? Right. Hung up. And listen, for those who don't know, when you bring up something old, we do have to catch everybody back up. Not everybody's been listening for Since four hours, seven. yeah, or six, for four hours well, straight. Well, here at seven, that's when right. we played it. Good morning, willy-nilly, you're on the air. Can that do my uh, horrible Christopher Walken impression? Yeah, we'd love to we hear love your it. Christopher Walken impression. Today's Friday. That's great. <laughs> it's good Friday. Wow. Good for you. Good for you. Thank you for let me do my impression. <laughs> to be fair, that's not Good Friday. I just want to point that it's out. It's not Good Friday, but it's a Good it's a Friday. It's a Good Friday. When is Good Friday? Next Friday. And what is Good Friday? It's a I not today bad. Was good Friday. No, today is not Good Friday. It's like opposite wow, of the bad. Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. See you later. Thanks. All right. So pretty much, if you're doing a Christopher Walken impression, you just go, "Wow!" Like <laughs> I think oh, so. You sound like him. Listen, Toby, you you've written for Mad TV and South Park. Yeah. When you're when you're writing something for someone to do an impression, yeah. do you just pick the one thing like "Wow" and just yeah, well, embellish you, on it? Yeah, on the show, the the, the impressions are done badly on purpose because because sure. we never wanted to work with actual actors, <laughs> so we just went in and did them ourselves. So my Christopher Walken impression would be, "Hey, I'm Christopher Walken. What's up?" <laughs> right. And that's right. pretty much it. <laughs> okay, right. And it works. I too can do a Christopher Walken impression. <laughs> then. Hey, what's up, guys? It's like Asians. <laughs> right. um, what's his name? Uh, Will Ferrell when he does like Arnold Schwarzenegger, and he always goes, "Yeah, yeah, 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 yeah." <laughs> right. And he, I, I heard an interview with him, and he goes, that's how I, it gets in my mind to keep talking like him. Even when someone else is talking, like I just go, yeah, 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 yeah. Like yeah. who? Arnold! Arnold who? Get to the chopper! All right, <laughs> All right willy-nilly, 918-460-KMOD. Anything you want to talk about? Good morning. You're on the air. Hey, sorry about that. I lost connection with you guys, oh. with the uh, rectal trauma guy. Oh, oh glad, we, hey. glad we reconnected. Uh, you have a new nickname now. <laughs> rectal trauma guy. <laughs> rectal trauma guy. <laughs> go ahead, man. I was going to say, uh, if you guys want to know what it smells like, uh, just ask uh, oh, Josh's next opponent after he leaves Josh face down in the ring. Oh, <laughs> oh wow. Oh, called back just to try and burn Josh, man. Well done. Yeah, thank you. All right, see you later. <laughs> Leaned over to his buddy in the truck and be like, see, I got him. <laughs> How good was that? <laughs> You're buying Arby's tonight. <laughs> good morning, Willie Nilly. You're on the air. Good morning, Peter Griffin, Matthew, Eugene, Roloff, Roloff. <laughs> Smart guy, how are you? Matt get that? JB. What's up, man? How was the graveyard shift last night at uh, Turkey Mountain? I pulled in, and the parking attendant said you was in the southeast corner, and uh, you was busy. I don't know what's going on in Turkey Mountain. What is going on? Turkey Mountain uh, has known has been known in the past as a place for homosexual activity. Oh, oh, it's good Sam, information. Sam, Sam. Yes, scared you. Doing you. okay today? Yeah. Well, your voice sounds a little raspy. Does it? How come, smart guy? 
Well, you know, with your uh, H. Okay, all right. Jeez, Louise. <laughs> wow. All right. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> See you later. Damn it. Smart guy. He for those who don't know, he says black eyes rock. He doesn't say black eyes. He says black eyes. Right. Uh, okay. <laughs> Good morning, willy nilly. You're on the air. Good morning, guys. Hey, man. All right. So you have to pick one day of your life and you have to relive it for a week, kind of like Groundhog Day. Okay. When you, and you don't know that it's gonna uh, that, you, uh, that it'll stop, but you have to pick that one day. Of your life to relive for a week. Wow. What day is it? All right. Um, Sam, you go ahead and go first. One day, you're, one week, you're going to relive for the rest of your life. A day well, or no, a week? A day, day, but it's over and over for a week. Okay. Right. Uh, the day that I came home from leave the first time, from, from uh, coming home from Guam, and yeah, because it was like seeing everybody once again, and we got really drunk, so that'll be fun every day. Do that every day for a week? Yeah. Okay. Gimpy. I'd have to say my my last Christmas I spent with Mama. Okay, that'd be the one that I. Oh, do that's over a good and over one. Over again, that's a good one, Josh. Uh, man, awesome. Coming home from the <laughs> Ultimate Fighter. That would be the fun. Yeah, it was okay. awesome. Toby, do you have one? Uh, the week before nine eleven. <laughs> Why? Why? I, I don't know. That was a good time. That was probably my best week. <laughs> no, it just so happened to be my best week the week before nine eleven. It was during a South Park run. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. What was it that made it so great that, that sticks out in your mind? It, it was a good week. It was a good week. I, I That's all I got. I Really? No. Wow. It, was, it just the week before 9-11 was probably my best week ever. <laughs> that's so bizarre. Yeah, right. It really is, but it's really true. So the Terry, like, they really ruined it for you. They really <laughs> ruined it. Yeah, they really did. Biggie, what about you? Uh, mine would be probably day two of my honeymoon because not day one because I'm still tired from the flight and all that stuff. Yeah. Day two... You wake up whenever, we ate all day, drank. Thought it and rained. That's when I poured. No, 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 my honeymoon. It didn't. That was the second trip to Mexico. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah. So, and, and our resort was badass. So, uh, an all inclusive resort would be your. I was in, I was smoking a Cuban cigar in a hot tub and ordering my wife to get me a beer like Tony Montana. <laughs> wearing a luchador mask. And, and I was wearing a luchador pile of cocaine. Mask. <laughs> <laughs> Allegedly. Right. Alleged pile of cocaine. Uh, I think mine would be probably my wedding day. Aww. Just because it was so much fun and everybody, it was a small, intimate wedding Aww. and stuff. That was fun. Which, which one? <laughs> wow. Number two, right? Yeah, Hopefully. number two. Okay. Thank you. Preferably. Right. I just don't count the first one. I enjoyed your first wedding. Right? I know you did. You had sex during it. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, caller? What about you? What would what day would you relive over and over oh, for a week? Man, you know, I, I was thinking the same. I was going to say either my wedding day or uh, the birth of my daughter. But I like biggies. I like I like the honeymoon. That's, that's, a, good, that's a good one to relive for a week. Okay. Mm-hmm. Awesome, man. I appreciate the call. Man, those are really All right. personal. All right. See you later. I feel see, bad. And I feel bad for not saying, like, birth of my daughter, but we were miserable. <laughs> like, right. Just being honest. Was, she was in labor for, like, 25 hours. It was <laughs> miserable. I, you would not like to live that no. over and over. I'm, I'm sure Rebecca wouldn't either. No. <laughs> right. Maybe the day we brought her home. <laughs> it was okay. Right. We didn't sleep for three months. That was pretty anticlimactic as well, right? Yes. <laughs> I was like, she barely fits in the car seat. Did we buy the right one? What the hell is this? <laughs> All right, Willy Nilly, last one. Good morning. You're on the air. Willy Nilly, go ahead. Hey. Hey. Uh, got a question. All right. What do you think about the Walking Dead season finale? Okay, Walking Dead season finale. Biggie, did you watch it yet? Yeah, yeah, I did watch it. 
Um, Satisfied? Yes. Okay. Yes. And I like the way they left it and Rick's, you know, badass, a cheesy little line at the end. Yeah. They messed with the wrong group or whatever. Right. Or they're screwed or whatever. Um, I really, really, really like the fact that Rick went completely bonkers and bit that guy's throat out. Yeah. And then stabbed the other guy like a million times. Yeah, it kept going and going. Was that guy going to rape his kid? Yes. yes. Okay. That's what yeah. I thought. Yeah. That, that deserves a good sticking. Absolutely. <laughs> or uh, stabbing. Right. Oh, wait, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> it deserves a good uh, knifing. I saw it, too. I, I agree. I thought it was a good way to end it. They did a good job of leaving a good climax, but not just shocking the hell out of you. I thought it was pretty good. Josh? Absolutely, yeah. man. It was great. When they run into the room, and it's like, never trust anyone. and Yeah. Like, it was just a good... Good scene, Toby. I do you them watch shooting and making them run in different directions? That was kind of cheesy. It was, was kind of cheesy. Little, yeah, yeah. Toby, do you watch The Walking Dead? No. Again, House of Cards. That's, That's all I can talk about. You watch <laughs> one show? Yeah. One. Wow. Okay. <laughs> all right. Well, all right, man. So, well, go ahead. What about so, you? Well, I, it was amazing. I mean, you know, I've I've been a Walking Dead fan ever since it started. Um, it was actually really my parents watched it before I did because I, I was working that night, uh-huh. and they were teasing me about, you know, saying that they killed Daryl off, and I was I was really upset that they were telling me that, and I finally got to watch it, and like I was like, are you serious? Like, what is going on? Oh, when they were beating and, him up and stuff? Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, you know, they, they they beat up the guy that, I guess, lied about the squirrel, Until he died. the rabbit. Yes. And then they killed him. Right. And we've we've seen the show, yes. Yeah. So I was... I was Thanks for the call, man. Can't swear. Can't Appreciate swear. it. Oh, boy. As slow as he was talking, I wasn't sure if we were ever going to get to the end of that. <laughs> the He's just thing... recapping the show that we just said we saw. Right. At the very end, when he makes them line up and the kid's still standing there by himself, I didn't really get... I'm like, why? Just get, I th- in, get in the cart. I thought Got they were going to shoot the kid. You did? Yep. Hey, listen, it's, it's. I think it's a great show. So we'll, we'll, we'll have to wait like 160 days or whatever till it shows up again on television in October, but... Uh, good show. All right, so Toby's here. Toby Morton, he wrote for South Park and Mad TV. We'll tell you a little bit about him when we come back. Plus, we've got another case of beer to give away for Friggin' A Friday, brought to you by Anheuser-Busch. Text BMMS and what you did to get fired to 68255. We'll get someone on the phone and hook them up with beer when we come back. We are BMMS. Hey, all you goobers. Corbin and Biggie, the Big Mad Morning Show. Good morning, it's the Big Man Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. Giving away beer for Friggin' A Friday, brought to you by Anheuser-Busch. I want to hook you guys up with a case of beer. You tell us what you got fired for, 918-460, I'm sorry, you text BMS and what it is, 68255. Friday. Jason is on the phone with us right now. Hey Jason, how are you? Pretty good, how are you guys? Good man, tell me what did you get uh, fired for? Uh, well, I was at work, working overnight, kind of tired, and went to drop a deuce and woke up about an hour later my boss banging on the bathroom stall door. Went to stand up and my legs were asleep and I fell and hit my head on the stall door. What? What? You Were you that tired or were you like hung over or like... What was no, your... I was just tired working seven days, seven days straight and just wasn't working out for me. Good God. <laughs> wow. 
And did you like know you were falling asleep, or were you just comfortable on the toilet with your yeah. pants down? You're like, I'll just shut my eyes for a second. I, I was just like, I'll just shut my eyes for a second. Woke up an hour later, him banging on the door and yelling at me. Jeez. And your legs are asleep. That is hilarious. I know yeah. that feeling. I can't get up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got rubber legs, rubber yeah, legs. But when you're surprised, you just try to hop up. And then you're yeah. like, oh, they don't work. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's hilarious, man. All right, hang on the line. Uh, Gimpy's going to tell you exactly what you want right now, man. Here you go. Thanks for calling in. Seaman Sam was fired for bad hygiene. Nobody wants to eat a blue waffle. Go see a... <laughs> Go see a doctor, you filthy streetwalker. Here's a case of Budweiser from the baseball cans. Oh, Jesus. Now back to mm, waffles and little Corby with a tic-tac penis. <laughs> wow. Oh, uh, hang on the line, uh, Jason. Gibby's got to get your info. We're also going to qualify you for CMO 2014. All right. That's a good transition. Not the Tic Tac penis thing. Toby Whoa. Morton is in here. Hey, man. Hey. Thanks for, uh, Toby and I have been exchanging emails back and forth, and uh, he's got some Muskogee ties. Used to write for Mad TV and South Park, and you've got a, um, is it a movie yet, or is it just the 30-minute the, the, um, 30, uh, 30 episodes are shot? Well, yeah, yeah just the, the episodes are shot. We're shooting the rest of the episodes uh, this month. And just uh, basically going to launch it at the end of this month. And it's a and it's a movie. Well, it's it, it, it's a it's a series actually. It, it's um, called It's Just Brunch, and it's about a guy who runs the worst dating service in America. Right. And I watched some of it online. It, oh it's, yeah, yeah, it's great stuff, man. Oh, cool. It's really it's really nice. uh, fun and shot locally. Yeah, I I, I uh, was on an eighteen month comedy tour in Europe, and I came back. Uh, and I have family in Muskogee, so I left at night from Dublin. And when the sun rose, when I was touched down, I was in Muskogee. <laughs> so the culture shock was a, a, a bit strange. Right. <laughs> um, but while I was here visiting family, I felt I wanted to go around to different production companies and see if I could just get it started here before I went back to L.A. And that's when I ran into uh, Jason Burks and, and them over at Retrospect Films and Broken Arrow. Yeah. And so we right away, we just started putting it together. And not to so. nerd out too much, shot really well, audio production's really well. Oh, it's it's, it's, it's yeah. well done production-wise, oh, which sometimes great. is lacking in those type yeah. of projects. Yeah, and retrospect films, all of them, they're fantastic behind the scenes. And Peter Bedgood, he's a, he's a, a, a Tulsa guy. He's uh, the co-writer of it with me, and he also plays the villain. He plays basically the Match.com to my, you know, crappy little dating service. Now, I was what is Gentry in it? The Gentry, the girl from Han Appliance? Yeah, Gentry's in it. Yeah, Gentry, okay. Gentry uh, plays uh, his wife. She plays the uh, top-of-the-line Match.com guy's wife. Uh, she's fantastic. Ass. Yeah. Well, yeah, I've, you know. Okay, all right. Yeah. All right. She's not bad to look at. Definitely. No, she's beautiful, and she's hilarious. Yeah. Very funny. She very is funny. very funny. Um, and you also- We did a commercial with her. I don't want to, you know, <laughs> oh, for, or for Han or yes, with Gentry? for Han. Yeah. yeah. Really? Right. She talked to us for we're, a second. We're delivery guys. We're right. in the Gentry background. <laughs> <laughs> we're in the background <laughs> delivery guys. Right. Um, so that, and the name of that is called It's Just Brunch, yeah. and you can find some of it online. Yeah, it, you can find it. What, what, I'm, what I've just uh, begun uh, to launch it, um, it's a Twitter account, um, and it's uh, twitter.com slash Benny Brunch, and the lead character is named Benny, Benny Markowitz. Uh, but Benny Brunch, that's the Twitter account, and we're going to start announcing some things, and we want people to start following us, and then um, talk about the launch date, and um, hopefully get you guys to be in an episode. Okay. That'd be fun. Yeah, we're horrors, man. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and you used to write for uh, Mad TV and yeah. South Park. How did you get hooked up with um, with writing for South Park? Well, uh, uh, both Trey Park and I grew up in Conifer, Colorado. Right. Up in the mountains. And um, he obviously went out there. And I, at the time, when things were taken off, was in a community theater production of Little Shop of Horrors. Nice. And I remember thinking, I'm getting more tail than anyone. Why would I want to go out to California and work on this little construction paper thing? 
when I'm Seymour in Little Shop of Horrors. I was just, I was on top of the world and I was like, yeah, their loss. Uh, so I eventually put my tail between my legs and went out to California and uh, started production assistant around there. You know, you think I just went out there and just jumped right into the writer's room, but I had to earn my way up there. So I, you know, got coffee and, and cleaned up and that right. kind of thing for the Ear- first Earned your years. keep. I did. Toby yeah. Morton is hanging out with us, and he's got a show called It's Just, uh, a series called It's Just Brunch, and he does comedy and stuff like that. He'll be mm-hmm. performing this week, and if you want to know, check out the twitter.com slash Benny Brunch. I imagine yeah, you're yeah. going to announce it on there. Right, right. Well, you'll be performing right. this weekend. Yeah. Um, and the the thing that people don't realize or don't know, maybe, mm. is that South Park is a machine in terms of production. Yeah. Be- most For those that don't know, most television shows, um, pr- production is done months ahead of time. Yeah. And then they schedule the episodes. Mm-hmm. That's not true with South Park. No, right? this is literally like it would start on, you know, when I was there, it, it's still that way, but I, it would start on a Thursday morning and just sitting in front of the TV, basically sitting around like we are right now, just, you know, shooting the stuff. Um, uh, but uh, we'd find out what's going on in the news and then just start from there, start brainstorming. And by the following Wednesday, it would be on air. So a lot of people just assume there's a lot of drinking and, and drugs behind this. Right. And, no, know, it is a well-oiled machine in terms really of production. Is. And they're they're brilliant. I watched the, that they're brilliant do- there. It was like a documentary in like six, six days, days to air. Yeah, yeah, six air. days to South Park. And uh, the guy from Saturday Night Live. The, Bill Hader. Yeah, yeah. Hader. Yeah, he's, he's like writing. Yeah, he's them. been writing with them for a while. Yeah. Yeah, he's fantastic. And they're, what, they're all fantastic. What was it that you went, you know what, I think it's time for me to move on. How does one go, I'm, I'm writing for South Park, Where and were they you go, fired? Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I had some other things I wanted to do. I wanted to do Mad TV. They were looking for writers, and uh, that I've always wanted to do sketch comedy. Yeah, and my own little things. I went over to Mad TV for a couple seasons. Who were the main people on when you were over? When you were Michael right? McDonald, who played Stewart, he was still okay. on there. And of course, Bobby Lee. Yeah, uh, was there. Uh, Nicole Parker, who did all the impressions. Um, but yeah, those were pretty much the main ones who were on there. So it was like right after Will. Left and all that. Yeah, Will okay. wasn't there. Will Sasso wasn't there, and, and uh, uh, some other was ones. Jamie, no, Jamie Fox was on Mad TV. No, uh, that was in Living Color. Oh, that's yeah. right. Yeah, when what was it about writing for Mad TV that you that you really loved? I, I, I besides just, the sketch because you loved the sketch. What yeah. was it that you were like? This is an awesome. Well, thing you to got to you got to work you know one on one with the actors, and you got to go down and when they'd film the sketch or film it live, you got to be there to come up with ideas on the spot. So you're much more involved in the process to the very end. I mean, you weren't directing it, but they would turn around and say, well, is this good? And then you'd be able to write on the spot. Fun. So that was, oh, it was, it was great. Was there ever an idea you had for um, Mad TV that never made it? That you thought still to this day, you're like, man, that was, ah, that was funny. That would have been funny if they would have done that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I did. But it was, it was because um, of the content. I remember um, I had a, a sketch about a country singer who um, wrote a song in uh, September of 01 called Our Love is as Strong as the Twin Towers. And uh, and this was before 9-11. And so it was a sketch. That was basically the idea of the sketch. And they uh, and they said no, oddly enough. <laughs> but wow. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I Fantastic. I, but, I mean, yeah. kudos. I yeah, can yeah. see how the, the, like, the main producer goes, mm, no, no. Yeah. we're going to pass on that. I'm, go- seeing, I'm seeing a reoccurring 9-11 thing with you. <laughs> right. yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm still upset about it. Right. Well, it ruined your week. I can yeah. understand. Yeah. Uh, Toby Morton, yeah. check out twitter.com slash Benny Brunch to check out the series and find out when Toby's performing uh, Saturday night this weekend. Ooh, Friday night. Friday tonight. night. Yeah. Oh, tonight. Yeah. Are you nervous? Yeah, a little bit. Is it? Is it? It's a, it's a live show. It's it's a little, yeah, it's a, uh, I don't know what, what I can say about it, but um, it's a, uh, it's a live show. Right. Uh, and hour, it, it, hour long. It's a comedy and it's it's called Cosmosis. 
Okay. It's basically like the cosmos, but it's it's my and some friends' views. You can do a black voice talking about space? Well, I, I can. Okay. I can, yeah. Because that's what yeah. Cosmos is on Fox. Yeah, basically, it's a, it's a black guy talking about space. That's right. what this show is, but I'm Jewish, right. so it's a Jew talking about space. I got text a question from uh, our friend King Daddy. He says, ask if Bobby Lee was a terror. He was a junkie for a while. Oh, on, while he was Bobby on Lee, when, when, we, when I first started writing for the show, you had to go through this uh, process where it's a sexual harassment process where you go through this class about what you're not supposed to do. Uh-huh. Uh, Bobby showed up naked into that <laughs> class, and that's the first time I met him. And, and the teacher was like, looked over at him like, oh, that Bobby. You know, like, and here so he is it naked. happens a lot, obviously. Yeah. And he also pooped on the floor during a writer's meeting. <laughs> So oh I'm gonna do that God. one. So I don't know about the junkie time. thing. He seemed pretty okay, but he pooped on the floor. Wow, and there, it's like it was like rabbit poop. It was like really small, like little right. Asian, constipated Asian poop. Asian yeah. poop like rabbits. Yeah. Ghost, <laughs> were you on? Uh, was Artie Lang on when you were there? Or? No, no, okay. uh-uh. right. no. Go yeah. hang out with uh, Toby this weekend. Find out where he's going to be. Twitter.com/slash Benny Brunch and look for the new series too. It's just brunch. <laughs> And, uh, this mean I'll get followers now because I just started it this morning. I want some right. Yeah. Look at you, man. Yeah, we'll yeah. We'll, we'll try and pump it pump it for you. Yeah. We'll put it on our Facebook page. We'll get you oh, at least cool. three. <laughs> yeah, uh, all right. Thanks so much for hanging <laughs> thanks, out, Toby. Guys. We'll take a break and we'll come back find out what everybody learned. The MMS Corbin and Biggie, the Big Mad Morning Show. That's right. Yeah. Morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 68255. We're going to find out what everybody learned. You tell us your favorite part of the show, 918-460-KMOD. We're getting people asking. It's twitter.com slash Benny Brunch to follow Toby and find out where he's performing tonight and to find out more about uh, the series that he's called. he's got called uh, It's Just Brunch. Let's, let's let's try to double the numbers we already got. All right, in, which so is four. Two. So we'll get them to yeah. four. Yeah. All right, you're gonna get a you're gonna get a free. Oh, three. We as promised, All man. Right, six. I love it as promised. All right, let's go around the room. Uh, Sam, what'd you learn today? I learned that everyone can do a Christopher Walken impression. See? Wow. <laughs> Very nice, Gimpy. What'd you learn today? I learned today that Asians poop like rabbits. <laughs> and Josh, what'd you learn today? Florida and Kentucky is cute, and I'm not gay. Says you. <laughs> it's, uh, it's a handicap. All right, uh, Biggie, what'd you learn today? I learned that Sam is sitting on a blue waffle. And <laughs> <laughs> so gross. <laughs> and I also learned that Asians poop very small. Uh, I learned that uh, blue waffle, rectal trauma. I love it when people come into the studio for the first time. The words they get associated with are just awesome. He was like, you can say that? <laughs> and well, also, he was impressed we could say rape. <laughs> I also learned that Josh is taking on three guys in one night. No, no, not at Turkey Mountain. BOK Center, June 27th. This time they're paying him $50,000 up for grabs. Yes, and I need sponsors. <laughs> right. Good. Yeah, go to Corbin at KMOD.com. I'll forward you his info. Appreciate it. Good morning. What'd you learn today? Okay, you got to turn your radios Yellow. down. We're a live show. There's a delay. Good morning. What'd you learn today? You're on the air. Are you running any specials on Sam's Blue Waffle? <laughs> oh, <that's> so gross. <laughs> Good morning. What'd you learn today? So, fellas. Hey, man. I learned that if uh, you keep having to tell people you're not gay, chances are you might be. <laughs> yay. You, Josh. Good morning. What'd you learn today? Yeah, I learned that only retards check groceries. <laughs> I, I, didn't, I didn't necessarily say that. I said I felt like one doing it. Good morning. What'd you learn today? I learned that not everybody can do a Christopher Walken impression. Seaman Sam. Oh. Good morning. What'd you learn today? 
Hello, I learned that Julio song for men would like to sponsor Josh Bryan. All right, last call today. You got the last call. Go ahead. I learned that Biggie once quit his job because he had to play second fiddle to Corky. <laughs> All right, I'm saying, paper plastic, paper plastic. Paper plastic. I say, paper plastic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, awesome. Paper plastic. Jesus. Until <laughs> until Monday, say goodnight to the bad guy, and I love Broken Arrow. And it's Corbin saying, make sure that dishwasher's loaded right. You guys have a great day. We'll see you guys on Monday. Have a great weekend. I'm Josh Bryant, and you're not? This is Seaman Sam. Not only is my weekend packed, so is my vagina. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> The Big Mad Morning Show would like to take a minute to thank troops from Oklahoma and all over the United States. These soldiers have sacrificed to give Corbin and Biggie the freedom to act like the total douchebags that they are. We honor and respect you. Rock and roll! It's over! Bicycle Tulsa. God bless Tulsa.